you, you don't plan to fill in for the. <laughs> here's a good here's a good tip. Oh, okay. If you're looking them up, make no sound, then you're able to truncate the silence later instead of making our listeners listen to. If I'm going to make it. Hey everybody, welcome to Sneaky Dragon, I'm Ian Boothby. I'm David Dedrick. And this is episode 348. Yes. If you're keeping count, which David is, because that's his only job. <laughs> that's the only job I have on Earth. Yeah, is to keep count. Mm-hmm. He is the Count Keeper. Yep. If this was a Marvel uh, comic, he would be called the Count Keeper, and he would have a cape, and he would be bald, and he would stand on the moon, and this is all <laughs> he would do, is he would keep count of the important events, and he would be uh, not allowed to interfere with said events, but oh. only... Only to count them. Oh, wow. And occasionally a single tear would go down his cheek, and he would go, not again, not again. And then into his book he would mark that it happened again. Oh, really? Yes. That would be my... You would have your cosmic abacus. Okay. (laughs) And you would just go, click, every time one of those events occurred. (laughs) And you would be uh, a semi-interesting character, possibly picked up for a Thor movie in the future. But you could see you in the background. Oh. Just just lightly. And people would go, oh, there's that guy. (laughs) And he'd go, click. And everyone will go, ah, I get him. I see who that is. That's that's him with his abacus. Yep. Why why in the future he's using abacus? Why he can live on the moon and also only use well, an abacus? Well, what's he going to use? An iPad? Where's Good he going to get the new version of the iPad? How's he going to get the updates? <laughs> How's he, what does he got, like Wi-Fi or does he have like cell service? Nothing. He's got to use an abacus. He's on the moon. That's just that's just uh, straight out moon problems you've got up there. It's not not for me to wonder why. I don't, I don't even know why I said when that. When you're just a moon-like guy. <laughs> when the moon is in your eye. I'm sure that we're going to tell uh, stories Oops. and spin yarns and tell so many things. Oh. Uh, and, and we're going to do updates. And we're going to tell people to send us questions. We're going to do all these things. Yep. But uh, before we do that, I want to just get this out of the way. Uh, my wife helped, uh, helped a crow yesterday night. We hmm. were out. Uh, and we, uh, we Way saw... Way to betray our species. Yeah. Uh, we were out uh, in our backyard yep. and uh, saw a crow that was like really, really still and very, very small. And we thought like a skunk had attacked it. Okay. And so we we're like, oh, let's see if that's okay. And it wasn't moving at all. Uh-huh. And but but that's sta- okay. Can but I just... it was standing. Oh, Let me just say it was standing. It wasn't yeah. like lying down. All right. Okay, but you tell me your thing. Oh, I just thought that was a weird leap. To what? To skunk attack. Well, because there was a skunk that was nearby. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> that part was left out. And Sorry. the skunk ran. Yeah, okay. So like he was guilty? Attack. Like he ran away like he was guilty? Well, I'll tell you a double thing. First of all, we had the cat out in the backyard, so we're keeping an eye on the cat. Yeah. And then the cat's going, Rang! like mm-hmm. there's something. We're like, oh, what is it? Yeah. And we're like, oh, it's a, this bird. This isn't after Co- uh, Coco had the accident with the, and got a white stripe of paint down his back. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's part of the Mew Too <laughs> movement. Uh, something <laughs> happened with a French, uh, we can't, dis- a French skunk that yeah. we cannot discuss, uh, cause it's still, okay. uh, legal, legal issues are going on. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, okay. long story short on that. So he's, uh, he's in the back and, uh, he's going, like something's going on. Yep. So we're like, oh, it's this, it's a bird. It's a bird, but it's not moving. Sure. The bird, the bird should be moving. Oh, okay. So we're going to get him and then we go, oh, no, 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 no. It was the skunk. That's what he's all about. The skunk. Either way, grab him, take him inside. Then we go back out. Skunk is like, uh, taken off after causing some shenanigans. And we're like, uh, oh, is the, is the bird okay? So we, so we just like go to see if the bird's okay. And it's just like not moving. It's just standing very, very still. And I'm like, hmm. And, uh, so we're like, okay, well, let's just give it some, uh, apparently, uh, my wife knows that, uh, 
crows eat anything teenagers eat, basically. That's okay. the rule of thumb. So okay. if a teenager likes it, like a hamburger, you got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, bag of nuts, yeah, exactly. Uh, healthy food, like uh, like a, like, a, like some celery, doesn't, no, won't, no, won't won't go for it. So if a teenager digs it, okay, yeah. So uh, we had some nuts, and we, we brought it up and left some nuts there. Yeah, yeah. And then we went, like, got him a little bit of water and put some water nearby. Sure, and we're like, oh, sure. we don't know what's going on with this. And the, he was right the behind. The teen caveman diet. Yeah, he was hiding behind, or she, who knows, crows can be both, was hiding behind a car. Yeah. And so, uh, but then the owner of the car came out and drove off, and we had to make sure it didn't run over the bird because the bird wasn't getting out of the way. And the bird wasn't even getting out of the way of, like, a car that's right next to it. So yeah, we're like, oh, yeah. something might be wrong. Uh, and so uh, we call uh, the people that you call. Uh, the government. Uh, so there are numbers to it's call. The first thing they want to hear. But it was the premier good. of the province who mans the crow line at the uh, legislature. Right. So uh, so we get, we 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 call the bird rescue folks and mm-hmm. uh, and 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 uh, my wife's uh, asking, uh, give them the information. And before she can give the information, the person goes, uh, "Is it standing there like a moron?" <laughs> it's like, yeah. Okay. Here's what happened. Is it small? Yeah. A small moron? Yeah. Okay. Here's what's going on. Uh, that's like a young crow. Okay. Uh, the parents are asleep. It, uh, it's a dummy. It like fell out of the nest or went somewhere. And so here's what you got to do. Just, if you can, take it and put it somewhere safe-ish. Uh, in the morning, the parents are going to wake up and go, where's the crow? Oh, there he is. And, uh, they'll find him. It'll be okay. Yeah. So you got to find some place for him that's sort of safe. So we've been growing corn. Okay. All right. Why not? That's where crows go. Corn, s- right? Hi. Wow, I really I see a heckle and jekyll cartoon on the on the offing. Do you? <laughs> okay, it's weird. Last last week we talked about heckle and jekyll as we left. Our, our, so we so my wife took the bird yeah. and put it there, which is very brave of her because last time she touched a bird, uh, she went blind uh, for a couple of days from a kind of a very extreme form of pink eye. So I was making sure she was not touching her hands to her yeah, eyes yeah. in any way, shape, or form. Sure, sure. So she puts it in the uh, covered by the uh, the corn. No, no one can see the crow, hopefully safe, a little bit of water. Yeah. And then this morning we went out and saw that uh, the bird had moved over to uh, a patch of peas that we had. And they're okay. like, oh, well, he's walking. That's good. It had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> sure. And then he lo- I looked up and there was his parents uh, hanging up above okay. on the shed. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, oh, okay, this it's is all, all, good. all yeah, fine yeah, and good. Anyway, sure. crow rescue complete. Crow rescue-ish. Yes. Because you kind of, it was more kind of crow maneuvering. Well, let me just say, I think if the crow stayed where it was, it would have been screwed. Yeah. Because one, it was sure. right outside of like uh, a drive, uh, like a, a garage. The door would have opened, smacked the crow. Okay. Uh, it would have got hit by a car. Yeah, yeah. Like tons of animals walked down that alley. It's just not a good place to be a still crow. Yeah. So, yeah, he's uh, he's okay. She, who knows? And they're all right. So that's the, that's the status of uh, the crow in our uh, backyard. Well, that's good. That's my crow story. Okay, that was a folks. Good story. Uh, now, folks. I liked it. Uh, the other thing we gotta remember is we're two episodes away from our big question show. Uh, if you want to ask questions like "Why'd you tell us that crow story?" Yeah. Uh, well, that's mean of you, but you can ask <laughs> us wh- anything you want. Uh, we don't have to answer everything, but we probably will. Uh, so, yeah. so, so if you send us questions, what we're gonna do is this: we're gonna put them into the uh, questionable pants, and we'll put them in the pockets, <laughs> okay. and then we'll reach into the said pockets and pull out your questions, and then at some point we'll give away a prize for one of them. We'll, we'll, we'll assign one of them, like, this is the one that we're going to give the prize to. And okay. we'll do that, and we'll give you some uh, interesting prizes. I don't know what they'll, they'll be, but they'll be stuff. Probably some books, probably some maybe some stickers, some stuff. Okay. Uh, so so send us your questions. How do you do that? You send them to our email, which is sneakyd at sneakydragon.com. Sneakyd at sneakydragon.com. Dagon? Sneaky Dragon. 
dot com. Go to our website, sneakdragon.com. Yep. Leave the questions uh, there uh, on our uh, in our message area underneath every episode. Uh, you can also do them on Twitter, sneaky underscore dragon. Um, I think there might be a way of doing it on Tumblr, but I don't know. Sneakydragon.tumblr. If you can figure that out, you're younger than me. Isn't there a feature just like ask a question? There is, but I don't know how to look up that question that you have yeah, been asked. I don't know. No, we don't. We don't know any of that. <laughs> You could go on our Instagrams. We've got individual Instagram accounts. Not a Sneaky Dragon one, but I'm at, at Ian Boothby and Dave. What are you at? At Dave Dedrick. There you go. You could do that, but why would you? We gave you better ways, so don't do that. <laughs> That's kind of silly. Anyway, we've been getting quite a few questions, so thank you so much for that. And yeah. uh, we will be answering them, and it will probably be uh, quite a long episode. There you go. And yes, here's, sir. here's the other exciting news, or exciting addition to what you just said, is that we do have a, pro- we have a prize of a T-shirt. We said a T-shirt last time, right? Okay. We set a mug. Okay. So you got a t-shirt, you got a sneaky dragon mug. Wait, does a t-shirt have your mug on it? Is that what you're saying? So it's a, it's a, it's a t-shirt <laughs> with your face. That's right. That's exactly what people want. And it's a t-shirt of you mailing that t-shirt. Yeah. Which is, which is a weird image to have, sure. and I don't know how it worked, it's but so... you're able to pull that off. So it's you actually putting this t-shirt mm-hmm. in the mail. Yep. Okay. It's very meta. Yeah. <laughs> no one knows how. Uh, so I said t-shirt, I said mug. I was, I think also a tote bag. Okay. So that those are your those are the those are the. All right, I'm gonna the, throw the, a, the I'm gonna throw a Sparks in there as well. Sparks is a book that and a Sparks. Uh, uh, David uh, colored, I wrote, and uh, Nina Matsumoto, the Third Dragon, drew. Uh, it's out now uh, from uh, Scholastic's graphic line. It's in your stores. You can go to. Hey, we even have a website. We got uh, Sparks Comic Sparks plural Comic dot com, and you can go uh, you can go there and you can look up uh, little examples and look at our Sparks merch as well. We don't just have Sneaky Dragon merch. We yeah, have Sparks merch. So much merch. We have a lot of merch. Anyway, uh, but we'll be giving you uh, an autographed copy of uh, Sparks as well. So how about that? We'll throw that in there, and it's probably some other stuff. Who knows? Bunch of glitter. It'll ruin your <laughs> pants when you open it up. Be annoyed. <laughs> that would be good. Yeah, I'm all over that. Yeah, even if it even if. It'll be all I'm not over gonna you. I'm going to do small glitter. I'm going to do like large pieces of of uh, like bits of glittery foil stuff, but larger, not 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 super large, not like full scat paper large, but just larger than glitter, but still annoying in that it will be forever after. You'll keep finding bits of it around. Nice. It'd be really great. That sounds really really but- annoying. As someone who <laughs> in the Critical Hit Show, our little uh, live show, do at the Rio. Yeah, yeah. By the way, Rio saved. So there you go. Hey, if you were wondering if the Rio was saved, it's been saved. It's all fine. Uh, but I use glitter, uh, on a, on a, a mace that I've got there. And, uh, I, I find it all the time. It's annoying. Glitter is uh, horrible stuff. I will never use it again. Glitter is, okay. And uh, you know what? Uh, same with the Gary glitter. Let's, uh, also horrible. He's, so glitter on the he's whole. Al- he's always, he's horrible. everywhere. Yeah. I always keep finding him places. Um, the other thing that's annoying then, I'll just add this, is confetti. Confetti also is annoying and endlessly. You can pick it up you. easier than you can glitter. I guess so. But it certainly hangs around, I'll tell yeah, you. Yeah, I've had to pick up uh, confetti quite often. Yeah, but, from theaters and whatnot, because people think it's a good idea. Glitter, <laughs> though, on the other hand, is just mm. a son of a bitch that will never come out. <laughs> I went to see um, the band, that band, you know that band, the Flaming Lips. And uh, okay. they started the show with the singer blasting the crowd with a confetti cannon for like the first five minutes of the show. It's just so much confetti, which was hilarious yeah. and fun and riot. And this is a real laugh riot and everything like that. But it wasn't a laugh riot. Was the next six months vacuuming out of the car, <laughs> vacuuming out of the floor downstairs, vacuuming, finding in your shoes, 
weeks later it was still in the shoes. Right. It's just, it was also that you were awful. telling uh, that you were telling your boss you were off for a work meeting, and then you come back and you're covered in confetti. <laughs> it's really tough to hard to explain. Yeah. What did he say you were going to? Yeah, yeah. No, I was at a meeting. I, yeah. Sorry, it looks like I was in a ticker tape parade. No, I was just in a just. Yeah. Apparently, we won the war <laughs> again. Oh, speaking of war uh, and things that aren't war, but seems it's things that seem Wait, like war. Things that seem like war but aren't war. Yeah. Okay. Uh, a riddle. Snowbirds went overhead yesterday. Oh, neat. It is neat unless you don't expect it, in which case you're like, what the hell is that coming? And then a whole bunch of planes are flying yeah. in formation, and then a whole bunch of planes are flying and then dropping a bunch of gray smoke behind them. And then you're like, this is probably good. It's just fun. But... Okay, oh, that's all right. We're You're, just not really used to it in the city. It's I weird guess, to see yeah. like military planes going uh, going over uh, going over the city in formation. That is interesting because yeah. yeah, we live near Abbotsford, where they have the Abbotsford Air Show every two years now, and so we are regularly uh, thrilled to hear the sound of loud jets and other things. How flying are your over pets the with the jets? They're fine. Okay, they're fine. They're okay with that team. The team they don't like are the Oilers. <laughs> That was a hockey joke, everyone. Hope you enjoyed it. I guess it could also be a football joke. The team they don't like yeah. are the Houston Oilers. Nice. Is that a football team? Yeah. I'm going to pretend that they were. All right, let me, were... let, me, uh, let me change it up a little bit. Yeah. yeah uh, so so they, uh, they, they like the Jets. You know who they don't like? The Sharks. That's a musical theater joke, everyone. There you go. We're all having a good time. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Keep it, keep it going. Keep it going? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, they, uh, they like the Jets. You mm-hmm. know who they don't like yeah. is the Autobots. Because oh. they, they don't change into jets. Oh, yeah, okay. They yeah. only change into cars. cars yeah. Because they're Autobots. The other ones, the Decepticons. Are changing the jets. They change the jets. Yes. Because jets are well known for their evil nature. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've ever, I've ever told the story. It's not my story. It's my brother-in-law's story. Okay. Because he works at the airport, works at Abbotsford Airport. Have I ever told you his story, his fantastic morning after the Abbotsford Air Show story? No, sir. Please. It's a great So I just love this story. And it goes like this. Because... Um, What's interesting is the day after the Abbotsford Air Show, which is a three-day show put on over the weekend in Abbotsford at the Abbotsford Airport that was once a rural airport surrounded by fields. It is still surrounded by fields, but it's become, it's become an airport, not just a, which I, that sounds weird, but it's become like a, a pa- like a passenger airport. Like they have jets that fly in and out and go to other cities. Oh, cool. Which is kind of a step up from what it once was, which was like a place for, for, um, you know, crop dusters to land. Now it's got full, full on jets and nice. it's going everywhere. But at least in these days, this was, it was still a small, small airfield. It uh, had a company that my brother-in-law worked for at that time, which was called Conair. I know this is hilarious because we all know that they make hair dryers. There's nothing funnier than the idea that he works for a company that's based at an airport that makes hair dryers. I know that's the funniest part of that joke. Oh, I was I was thinking of the Nick Cage movie, but okay. Oh, I never heard anyone say that. Every time I tell that story, people are always like, "What? He works? See a hair dryer? Like, no, he works for a company called Conair. Very good. They do. They make." What they do is they operate the the planes that do the water bombing. Oh, okay. And so that's what he did at that Good time. On him. Well, he doesn't work there anymore, so oh, I guess well, bad on shame him. on him. Yes, shame on him for taking fool, a job fool with me twice. Taking a job with more money, <laughs> but at the time he worked for Conair. Yeah. And uh, so at the morning after the air show, the 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 um, guys who were there, they were leave. They're just they were taking off in their jets and flying back to where, wherever they were, the next city they're going to, or whatever. And then there were some American military jets there as well, and they're flying back down to the states. And so uh, the one guy said, he said, stay here. I'm going to put on a little show for you guys before I go. Oh. And they went, oh, okay, that sounds kind of cool. And so uh, he took off. And then they're like waiting and waiting and waiting. They're like, okay. I thought they were going to show, I guess this guy was just 
goofiness. Now he's, he's just flowing off. He's left us standing here. And then suddenly, out of nowhere, he comes circling back around, super low down to the ground, flies through the airport along the runway. He's not flying dangerously low, yeah. but flying along the runway, comes zooming past them all. And then he takes off vertically up into the air. And as he's flying up, he drops his surplus fuel out of the back of his jet and ignites it as he's flying off. And there's this huge streak of flame in the sky. And he just takes off like as fast as he can go off into the across the border. And they're just like, whoa. <laughs> you couldn't do that at the air show, but that was pretty amazing. Wow. Yeah. I thought, sorry, sorry. One, I thought you were saying he dropped his excess fuel on them, which is a really <laughs> dick move. <laughs> Like, so long, like a bird, like a bird from the sky. Yeah, just a real dick. And and the okay, the first okay. Here's where I yeah. thought that was a good start. It is here's, a good story. Here's a. It's I, not my story. It's my brother. I endorse. Story, but... I endorse that story. Here's what I thought that story was going mm-hmm. to be. Was we went like, hey, you want to see me do some uh, tricks with this plane? Yeah. And they all went, yeah. And so I was like, all right, here we go. And so he gets in the plane and he takes off. Yeah. And then slowly they realized, oh, we just watched a guy steal a plane. <laughs> And none of us, none of us stopped him. That's how you do it. You just come in as a cocky pilot and go like, hey, fellas, you want to see some fancy flying? Well, sure, Mr. Stranger. All right, let me get into that plane and just uh, start her up. (laughs) You're all cool with me doing this, right? Oh, we love a fancy flying. All right, here we go. You're going to wait. Just, hey, guys, it's going to take me at least mm, five minutes to loop around (laughs) and then you're going to see some real fancy flying. Now, listen. The one thing I've got to tell you is uh, cell phones really uh, affect the flight. So what I'm going to have to have you all do is just give me your cell phones. Give me your cell phones for this so that, okay, great. I'm just going to take these with me just because it's not that I don't trust you, but if any of you turn them on or the, yeah. you answer them accidentally, sure. I could die. Okay, so here we go, <laughs> folks. Now, you're not close to the airport at all. You can't walk into distance. Excellent. All right. And vroom. Gone. We stole a plane. <laughs> How could you let this guy take a plane? You said his name was Maverick. Sure. There you go. Top Gun 2. What do you think that's going to be about? I hope it's no one's son. It'll be about someone's son. You think so? Oh, you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, I know it's about someone's son. Oh, okay. I just realized that, yeah. You thought who's the cast of the movie? It's, uh, it's yeah, it's a character's son. In, uh, the, 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 what the story is there a is character about. who dies in, in the first Top Gun? Yeah. Hmm. Is it Goose? Yep. Okay. I've never seen the movie. Okay. It's less than interesting to me. What? Oh, okay. But you should, from a pop culture standpoint. No, there's see no it. point to see a movie. You don't like uh, planes. I'm no, I'm no expert on pop culture. You uh, you enjoy a Mission Impossible. You like a Tom Mission Cruise. Mission Impossible are fine. I like Tom Cruise a lot. Yeah. Well, then why was an action star? Uh, he's an action guy in this. He does action. No, he just sits on a plane. No, no, it's actiony. Okay, he does actiony things. I mean, I'm not super endorsing the film. Okay, uh, you are. it's not. It's not. But you should see it clearly. Yeah. Why? It's because you're a person. Should I see and- Days of Thunder then? You know what, man? I've never seen Days of Thunder. So <laughs> well, then, fuck you! Yeah. <laughs> hypocrite. It's not really a hypocrite as much as there's, it's never come up. But, <laughs> like, they don't really run Days but of I, Thunder a lot, I right? know. I, but I, Tom Cruise is... Uh, to, I mean, Top Gun is on constantly. You have to make an active... Like, really actively fight to yeah. not see that movie. Yeah. It's like Gone with the Wind. I've never seen all of Gone with the Wind. I've seen chunks have, of Gone with the Wind. But I would have to really fight hard to not yeah. watch long chunks of Gone with the Wind. Because, you know, it's always on. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, I don't really like that film, but... Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's always on it's anyway. It's always on. You're right. No one likes it. Who likes it? No one. No, no one, one likes it. No one likes that movie? Okay. Yeah, no one goes Glad like, hey, what's it. your favorite film? Gone with the Wind. You're right. No, never. You're right. Never For a movie that's considered a classic... I think it's considered a classic. Yeah. You Won an Academy really... Award for, no, uh, well, that's, what's her name? that's nothing. But it's... Academy Award is nothing? Well, I don't think it, but I mean, in terms of it doesn't guarantee quality of a movie. All right. You know, the piano won the Oscar. Right. 
And and it was the piano that won. The piano won the Oscar. That yeah, it was really hard. That was the thing. It was like it was really hard to get the piano on stage mm, to uh, accept was. the award, and it was like, yeah. ugh. And if, you know, and uh, they tried to make it fun because yeah. they got like an uh, uh, the Laurel and Hardy lookalikes to do it, and so they did a bunch of business to get it up there. So you know, <laughs> kind of fun, but good. it wasn't really in tone with the film, sure. though it was fun on its yeah, own. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, and like then, it. but the nice thing was, uh, at the end of the piano speech, it played itself off. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I thought that was classy. <laughs> um, so I'd like to thank my tuner. I'm, just, I'm not saying that the Oscars, the Academy Award, is nothing. I'm saying that it's no, it's not a guarantee. Of, okay. of just quality. saying, you've got a couple of friends who have won Academy Awards. Yeah, and uh, you know, I'm just saying, if you're saying it's nothing, it's quite the insult to them. <laughs> I meant it's nothing mm-hmm. in terms of. The quality of something. That's not a guarantee. Oh, so their Academy Award was not because of quality. That's what you're saying? Okay, fair enough. All right. No, it's fine. I did not say that. Mm. Putting your editing words what? in my mouth, which is... For best editing. Very uncomfortable. That's the kind of thing you win an Academy Award for, which apparently, who gives a shit? Yeah. No, it's true. Yeah. Uh, what's best, though, is that I don't know anything about um, Top Gun. Yes, you which, do. Which is bad. No, no. I do know a lot about it. Through osmosis... <laughs> Yes. I know all I need to know. I know that you they know all the songs. I know I don't know all the songs, but I know yes, there's, I know there's a Kenny Loggins song, and mm-hmm. they play volleyball to it. Yeah, was it all the boys or where the boys are? Hanging with the boys. Hanging with the boys. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's another reason not to watch it. It okay. has Kenny Loggins songs in it. So okay, so you're saying that when you and the fellas over at work are playing spike ball? Oh, this really bugs them that I have never seen Top Gun. Okay, some of the guys are really right because look, I, I'm assuming it it's a hot day. It's a hot day. It's you guys are day. playing a little spike ball. Sure. One of them takes his shirt off. Just the one. second one Only of them. Only one? Well, a couple of them take their shirt off. Once they've done that, yeah. you know, in their head, I yeah. don't care what's going on, yeah. they have that song playing, uh. hanging, hanging with the boys while they're playing. Huh. Yeah. Is that the song? You bet it. I've never heard it before. It is the most, um, okay, listen, I don't want to say it's the most homoerotic volleyball game you've ever seen. But it, but because you may have seen more, you yeah. may be a connoisseur of such things. <laughs> but it's definitely the most famous one. Okay, all right. If someone wants to up the homoeroticism yeah. of a of 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 an all uh, fella uh, volleyball game and put that into their film, tip of my hat to you. Good luck to you. Um, but so far, top. I mean, this is the thing about Top Gun too. Sure, it has got a lot to top mm. as far as that ball volleyball scene. Goes. Is that right? Yes. Is that right? So, but this time they're gonna have a. Uh, a, a homoerotic shuffleboard game could be yeah well that's not too hard to do i, <laughs> I can see that already right i mean that's obvious <laughs> it is i guess yeah uh, and i've e- i've eaten at the um, i'm disagreeing with you i have no idea there, there's a big scene where they all sing like mm-hmm. you've lost that loving feeling uh well, and i've been at the righteous that, brothers version uh well no the tom cruise and his friends singing it version oh it's a karaoke version of this song. it's not even a karaoke version they all just sing it oh, in a room? to seduce a lady Oh, uh, I believe. Uh, and so, do one of the friends hold Tom Cruise over his head while he sings the song? To he's the lady? not very heavy. It's not hard to do. He's five foot six. Yeah, I was looking that in up heels. Today. Um, <laughs> but they sing it, and I've been to that restaurant. That's a that's a restaurant you usually end up eating at at San Diego Comic Con because oh. you go eh, fine, and you'll eat there, and you'll have a little barbecue, and it's pretty good. Okay, huh? Yeah. Does it have a name? I don't know. Thing. It's like a <laughs> Memphis something or oh, okay. Kentucky something sure. or oh. some shit. It's okay. Memphis seems more like... Is Kentucky famous for its barbecue? I don't know. Or is Memphis, you know, Dude, you think barbecue. Know. What I know is they've got... You a, think Memphis barbecue and Memphis yeah. stew. I'll tell you this much. They've Memphis got a gigantic Uncle mm-hmm. Sam, inflatable Uncle Sam, 
Oh. And on on Comic-Con, what they yeah. do is they put a little Robin mask on him. Yeah. And it really makes him look like a fetish character. Huh. Like, it looks so kinky to to to, to have Uncle Sam yeah, in a little yeah. domino mask. Yeah. Yeah. Then everything That's just weird. shifts a little bit. It's a little weird. Uh, but good good barbecue, nice baked beans. Uh, all the drinks are served in giant styrofoam cups. I don't see how that's still a thing, but it is. Uh, so every drink you have squeaks. Um, it's all right. I guess that's I guess that's uh, nostalgically okay. It's nostalgically delicious. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of like when you go to a pizza place and then they have the they have the plastic glasses that have the kind of pebbled sides on them. Yes. You're like, oh, this really takes me back. To yeah. Any pizza place you went to anywhere. Well, it helps you to keep a grip. I guess that's important. By the way, speaking of drinks that you get at a pizza place, or any drinks at all, yep. uh, sirens going by, and uh, as is our way, if you hear a siren on the show, please take a drink. Especially important to do during these hot summer days, yeah. and as always, when you're doing it, we wish the people who are in um, that vehicle uh, well. So, good good luck to everybody. Involved. Oh, I thought you said what, and I was supposed to answer. No, no, no. I realized you said well. Yeah, wish, we wish them. We wish, wish them well. Wish them. Wish they were in a well. Wow. Okay. That's uh. That's a bit dark. I'm just taking. A dark, a, it is dark to be in a well. I was taking a drink after I said that. So, How have you been sorry. liking the heat? You know what? I am. I am dead set against heat. Mm. But I was in. Pent- How about the movie Heat? Have you seen that? I really like that movie. I do not care for that movie. So that in that way what? we are very different. Why not? What's that? Bit of a snooze. And then it just took too long to get to the two main characters having that conversation at a table. Then it seemed like they built that up so much that it was like, well, this can't live up to what mm. it is. Mm. And it was fine. It was fine. But it wasn't okay. like, oh, heat. Oh, it's these two at their best. Mm. And you're going to see them acting across yeah, from each yeah. other. Just wait for I it. Guess, I guess you saw it like a few years after it had been out. or did, like, did you have, No, I saw it in the Was it built theater. up for you? You saw it in the theater? Yeah. Saw so, it Cap so, Six theater, so did yeah. I. So did I. Yeah. I really like that movie. I, I really... No, I'm going to be fair. I had to leave 10 minutes early for work. So maybe there's something great in the last 10 minutes. I'm going to be fair, and I had to leave an hour early. <laughs> I, I'm going to be fair, and I don't have time for this episode today. <laughs> I got to go. <laughs> really quick really quick side note. Sure, please. Watching, uh, watching a lot of this channel called Vintage Now. You mentioned this, and I cannot, yeah. I cannot find it on my TV. Is I'll let you know what channel what is, I got. What is, the, what is the logo for? Like, Is it, is it like... I, not is it like, much. Is it fancy writing? Not or? fancy at all. Oh, no, like it seems very basic. Yeah? It's so basic. And it's all these videos from like the early eighties, but yeah. not the ones you're thinking of. Okay. Like, oh right. That and the one we were watching was like it was a Pet Shop Boys one. And I uh-huh. forget what their song I think it was the song was called My Heart's uh Stop uh, starts skipping a beat. Okay. It's like the the thing. It's like a heart uh-huh. starts skipping a beat every time. And uh but but you always go like here's how we watch every one of them. We're like, okay, we're not gonna watch this. And then you see it and you go like, Where's this going? <laughs> okay, let's see where this is going. And it was uh, the lead singer from the Pet Shop Boys, and he's uh, got a top hat, and he's Neil a, Tennant. Sure, there you go. And he's with a lady who's a, a fairly masculine-looking lady, but that's not here nor there. You sure it's not the other guy in the band? It, it is not, Chris. But it's an interesting-looking lady. It's a unique-looking lady, and I don't say yeah. that as a negative, sure. but just not the type of woman that you would see in a video now. Mm-hmm. So it's the two of them. They're going to Dracula's castle. Yeah, and and Dracula is uh, Ian McKellen. Oh. Young Ian McKellen, or young-ish, young-ish Ian McKellen. Yeah. I don't think he's ever young. But what I liked was... It's like he, John Hurt. He had these. He had those weird Dracula teeth that you don't often see anymore, which is the buck teeth. 
with the little sharp buck teeth oh, in like the front. Oh, like Nosferatu. Nosferatu buck teeth. Yeah, yeah. And it's really creepy. Mm. Like, it was all done, you know, it's all, they're all just singing the song. and Dracula isn't singing. It's just playing it up, you know, <laughs> things are happening. Uh, but, uh-huh. but, but, yeah, they're, they're relatively creepy teeth when you see that. You're like, yeah. what's that? Ugh. Yeah, yeah. Don't like it. Ugh, it's creepy. Not yeah. bad creepy, but it's like, yeah. But Ian McKellen acting the hell out of it. Good for him. He's a ham. He is. He is a ham. I think he was having a good time Neil, on set. Neil Tennant falls into that, I think, rather uh, small group of former music journalists who became pop stars, like a Bob Geldof. Like a Bob Geldof would be another one. Sure. Uh, another one would be Steve Harley from uh, Cockney Revel. I think that's his name. Something Harley from. And that Cockney is the Revel. end of any that I can uh, choose. There was a guy, and I can't remember his name now. So I really, but he. Wrote for Mojo, and then he was in a band called Gay Dad, which I thought was an unfortunate <laughs> name. For a band. So it makes it's making me making me laugh. But okay. Yeah, but I mean, is that what you want from your band name? Well, what do you think he wanted from his band name? For I really don't go, know. Like, but good for him. <laughs> or do you mean it was like that's funny because it's so ridiculous? Like, yeah. what was he going with? I gave him he was going for the that's funny. He was going for the homophobe. Like, I don't think he was. I don't think he was a homophobe. No, I don't think he was going for that. But so. what year was this? Was this the eighties? Nineties. Nineties. Yeah, late nineties. Late nineties. Yeah. Oh, that is a weird time to have your band be called Gay Dad. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of think it probably got in the way of his band. It's a name where you kind of got in your own way. Yeah, that's probably one of the few times that being called Gay Dad would probably not be great. It's like the late nineties. If you were eighties, you go like, yeah. If you go like the knots, you'd be like, yeah. You go mm. now, you'd be like, good for you. But late nineties. In the middle of Britpop, you'd be kind of like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Who are you trying to reach here? I don't know. Who Who's anyone trying to reach in the late 90s? What another, was that all about? Another one is, uh, gosh darn it, I'm really, Bob Stanley from uh, St. Etienne, the uh, British electropop group. I actually have a big book by him on the, history, on the history of rock and roll, which I've not read yet. It's on my it's on my table, beside my bed, mm-hmm. the pile that threatens to kill me any time. Well, you got like someone like uh, Paul Myers, he does a lot of... Uh, reporting on stuff and book writing, but yep. he also does his own music. He does music as well. I did not yep. know that. He does. Oh, well, cool. cool. There we go. Hopefully we'll have him on the show sometime. He has said he wants to come on the show. Did he say that? Yeah, he did. He said he likes podcasts and he would like, he would like to be on the show. Huh. He's just got to do it when he's in town because that's the way it goes. Because <laughs> of our internet connection. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we used to be very tech savvy, and then that all fell apart. That's fine. There was a job I was offered this 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 week, oh. and uh, and and part of it involves making a, a call on Skype. And I'm not saying that was the reason I turned it down, but it was not not the reason I turned it down. Oh, really? That I was going to have to like make Skype calls. That was part of it. Like you're like going to be an editor, and you'd have to like contact other people. No, I'd be having to talk to people involved in this thing, mm. uh, and uh, it'd be uh, a bunch of Skype calls. And but it wouldn't have to be video calls. It could just be yeah. voice to voice. Yeah, that's always shitty too. Uh, like, it's, yeah. it's always shitty. Skype is always shitty. Here's what Skype is: mm. it's uh, it's everyone getting cut off boop, boop. like too early because someone else talks, and yeah. you never you don't have that. Oh, it's just so confusing and such a big mess. Ugh. I've I've come to actually this is uh, this is my semi big revelation yeah. of, the, of the week, um, where it was yeah I was like I was offered work on um, this uh, TV uh, show that's starting up. Why and, the last man? Uh, no, okay. no, okay. no. That's just that's just in pilot stage right okay. now. There's one script that's already been written. All right. Um, so uh, yeah, they were offering me, and it was it was work on an animated thing, which is uh, absolutely fine and fine. And I and and I had this chill when I when I when I got the offer 
Because because I was like, oh no, I don't want I don't want to do this anymore. Like oh. I really don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. And it's weird because Bongo's wrapped up, right? Like uh, Bongo comics have wrapped up. So Bongo's, there's a bit of me that's like, gone. well, that was like a major source of my income for like 20 years, yeah. and that's gone. So like you know you don't want to be turning down too much. No. But uh, but I've just done so many of these animated things that, and I was I was talking to P about this, going here's here's I think my big problem is whenever I write these animated things. And, and, you know, it's not hard to find out what they are. I'm not going to say what they are. You can just look up IMDb and you'll see what they are. Um, but I've never worked on a, a freelance on an animated series with the exception of maybe the Casper movie, which was its own solid thing. Yeah. Uh, and like Scary Godmother, which was its own thing. With the exception of those two things. Um, I've never worked on anything that I've understood. <laughs> like you, you get the gist. You yeah. help write the Bible sometimes. Uh, which is, you know, a uh, description of the show and characters and mm-hmm. what have you and and ideas for future episodes sure. and what have you. Uh, but, like, when it comes down to writing the scripts, I write the scripts, I send them out, and I get notes back, and they've never been anything but arbitrary and dreamlike. <laughs> right? Like, sometimes, like, oh, this is wonderful, but they can't have hats. I'm like, okay. And it just makes no sense, and you can't tell if it's... If they think it's funny or good, and and then by the time all these weird arbitrary notes go through, and everyone's put their own thumbprints in, and they've added stuff, and they've added jokes that aren't funny, and they put it they put it together, and then they, you watch it on TV and just go, what's this got to do with me? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing at all. It's just nonsense. I might not as, as well not have been involved at all. Yeah. And it's just this, this like random stuff that maybe there's like three or four jokes or something or maybe a general plot. Yeah. But it's just like, it's so dreamlike. Like, it feels like, were you involved in this show? I don't know. The other day, someone was mentioning, oh, I'm trying to remember what it was. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, I believe, like, Nina was, like, on, on, on the, the Simpsons podcast, you know, yes. she's on Talking Simpsons. And I think she brought up, maybe, I'm sorry if I'm getting this wrong and I'm confusing it with another podcast, but Sharon Lois and Brom, Can- who are Canadian children's performers. Yes. Quite famous. Sure. In their day. Right. I was, while they were still generally in their day, I worked on their TV show. Okay. I don't know if anything of mine was on there. I'd watch <laughs> it. It didn't make any sense. It was just a confusing mess. I don't know. I don't know. It's yeah. so dreamlike. It's like those dreams you have where you go like, hey, was I on Saturday Night Live ever? I don't know. And so, and so I was like, I just don't want to be part of this dreamlike weird, I don't get if it's funny or not. There mm. it is. I don't know. You get a check. It's fine. It's good. Ugh, it's done. But it's such a big time consuming. And then there's always the arbitrary phone meetings with everyone around a conference table. Yep. That's always, okay, so uh, is everyone here? Good. Okay. And Ian, we're really glad to have you here. It's better be here. Okay, we can't hear you, Ian. Let's crank you up. We're cranking you up. We're cranking you up. Okay, Ian. We're cranking you up. Can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. You're very loud. Yeah, okay, good. Okay, Ian's here. Oh, we can't hear you. Okay, let's crank that up. So cranking it up. And then you get notes. Like, first of all, they, they always say, we got notes. And then when they when you go on the call, they don't have notes. Oh. Everyone's happy. Yeah. Everyone's super happy. Yeah. Things are great. Couldn't be better. Maybe one or two random things. And then, then you get off there and it's just like... Yeah, anyway, so they give you random notes then, and you never know, like, what, 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 we have that call? Why we have that call? Why we, why do I have to get up early for that call? Ugh, ugh, it's just all garbage. It's so garbage. So it's just so nice right now, like, I'm working on the next Sparks book, and I'm, like, working on Exorcisters, and I'm working on other stuff, like, with Pia for, like, New the New Yorker, and, and I'm writing tweets for Mad, and doing stuff for Mad, and I'm just like, I just want to do that. 
I just want to do that for now. Yeah. The idea of like having to work on another random, especially, mm. no offense to Canadians, yeah. but fucking Canadian animated series. That's just, that's just going to be fucking nothing. <laughs> just going to be nothing. Yeah. The well, most recent one was I, I poured my heart into this one little dumb animated series and then it like uh, didn't end up going on the air. It went huh. on the air like twice. There were like two episodes went on the air. Huh. And because, uh, eh, who knows why? Who cares? It just didn't. It was like, oh, what? And that was like about mm, about eight months work. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'm not immortal. I'd rather work <laughs> on stuff that uh, that I'm proud of, like, sure. like Sparks and sure. the like. So so hopefully I'll be able to do that. Anyway, so that was a big revelation this week. I was like, I don't want to do that stuff anymore. Oh, that's a good revelation. Yeah. And I, I've worked with friends on this stuff too. I've had friends hire me. Yeah. And I'm still like, I don't know what your notes mean. None of this makes sense. And then when I see it at the end, I'm like, did I have anything to do with that? I don't know. I don't remember. It's all craziness. Okay. Anyway. So that's my, that's, that's my really interesting. rant of the show. Oh, well, thanks for that. Yeah. Thanks for that peek behind the curtain. Okay. Back to your homoerotic spike ball. So. <laughs> homoerotic. It's talking about talking Simpsons. We're all dressed as Homer Simpson. Mm hmm. Homer erotic. That was an football. episode title. Oh, I'm no, sorry. it wasn't. It sorry, was Homer's. It. Sorry, it was Homer's phobia. Uh, the Homer erotic was when he was getting boudoir photos done of himself, and it was like time to get a Homer mm. erotic. Oh, sorry, I stole that joke. Oh no, it's absolutely fine. I'm just saying again, because Nina might be listening. Yes, and if she is, she's gonna get fussy. Right, and I've now become friends with another a filmmaker named Sonia, uh, who is also uh, Simpsons quote fanatic okay and so i just gotta watch what i say and what i do and make sure i get everything just right all right yeah no no more no more off continuity yeah also i'm not working the... for them anymore yeah. so i'm I'm back to being just a fan and yep. so now i've got to get my fan stuff for sure my fan game together as they say bongo is gongo <laughs> that is what they say yeah. yes it's a common expression all over the internet tomorrow actually what the weird thing was was they announced it they announced it yeah in san diego so someone announced it at the at, at the panel yes you know that's there for the public and the press yeah big announcement then it was announced on instagram with the main editor announcing it yeah and then i mentioned it on twitter yeah and that's where everyone knows about it from <laughs> and then that took off and then i'm the main source of yeah the break in the news so i get everyone sad at me mm. i'm getting so much sad. How, could you, how could you do this ian yeah. Oh no! Oh my gosh! Like I know. I'm sorry, but it was it was well announced. It was well announced. Yeah. We've and, and also like the the reason I could also bring it up is the final issue had been announced with final issue on the cover. Yeah. I'm just showing you the final issue. It's like, mm -hmm. oh no, is this true? Yes, it's final issue on the. Okay, fine. It's all fine. Yeah. Wow. Well, you know, I I guess people want like I guess the Instagram would have been close, but it's, Instagram isn't really that. It's not like Twitter where it's something you can share and, you know, tweet around and stuff like that. So yours probably became the, the one people could most emotionally connect to. Maybe. Yeah. You know, because Instagram is kind of its own thing. It's basically like just a wall. You can't pick the wall up and take it with you somewhere. I don't even know. If, can you share pictures on Instagram? No, I've never you can't. Tried, not that so, I know. Yeah, of, I don't no. think you can. It's annoying because yeah. uh, sometimes you want to. But mm -hmm. nope. Yeah. I sometimes want to steal people's stuff on Instagram. <laughs> but yeah, I can't. It's terrible. But... uh yeah, so I think that Twitter probably the gives Instagram you Instagram burglar. Yes, the Instagram burglar. <laughs> the Instagram Instagramlin. Instagramlin. Yeah, I think you would just fuck things up if you're the Instagramlin. You're the one who comes and just messes up okay. the photos. That's my job. Okay. Um, yeah, so I think people connected to you through Twitter and, and, and around you know everyone kind of connected together, and you were the the locus for that. Could be. 
I don't know. All I know is I got a lot of people. No, no, no. I'm stating that as an absolute fact. Very good. With no argument required. All right. Sounds, Just sounds accept good. it. Then, well, you've got to then, uh, you got to say period at the end of it, and that's how it's fact. Oh. Well, that's not how I, I don't work that way. You don't work that way? No. Well, I say you do. Period. <laughs> I think we're done. <laughs> You're right. Yep. That is exactly what you say to end an argument. I forgot. I spent a long time, it's been a while since I talked to my mom. Mm-hmm. I gotta, gotta call her. And she misses you. She does miss me. She needs Colon. Some... Mm. No. <laughs> oh, I thought you had another thought. No. She misses you, colon, and needs to nag at you some more. Sure. That's what a mom does. Should, should she? Uh, nag? There was a thing I was reading on, on, uh, Facebook. Someone, there was a thing like, it's basically like a little thing saying, you know, if someone in your life is doing what you want them to do, that is not the time to scold them. So it was like, you know, introvert finally leaves room and joins family in living room to watch okay. TV. Okay. Oh, finally decided to join us. That's not what you say in that moment. Okay. That's not the thing you should say. No, you can say that, but not in that tone. Oh, you finally said to join us. That's great. Yeah, that's Good. better. Yeah. But no, the other one is... And then you hand them some popcorn. But I was reading through them and I was just like, oh man, this is just, this is like how I grew up. Like all these things people are saying. Oh, finally decided to join us, eh? And you... Mr. Uh, uh, Mr. Too Smart for his family. Decided to come downstairs. Now, how uh, have you not picked up on that and become that? Have you just like I consciously I, tried to... I think to I f- was like that in my teens. Okay. I think I had a lot of that in me in my teens. But when you became a when you became a dad, uh, you... wasn't uh, becoming a dad so much as when I met Lisa. Because she was the first person that I met outside of my friend group that I had for a long time. That I had through high school and was still mm-hmm. hanging around with. And I had sort of, you know, be- it had sort of become this, I don't know what you want to call it, like an echo chamber or whatever. It's just, you know, I just was... You're just used to Everyone's like... Everyone's it. used to yeah. me. No yeah. one's going to say, Dave... That's Dave. What are we going to change, fucking Dave? Fucking shut up. You know, like, yeah, we're going to change Dave and yeah. for what? to what end? Why are we going to have a half an hour argument about ninja weapons, Dave? Do we really need that? No one needs that. Yeah, you know what I say about that? Mm. Sigh. <laughs> but, and I really did have a... Probably a 45-minute argument about, about ninja weapons one time. I would argue with really? anything. Oh, my God. I, anything. Even just, even if I knew, I, I didn't even believe it. I, I one time just argued yeah. with this friend of a friend over... I just denied the existence of evolution. I just argued for, like, an hour. And they were just so mad, but I was really enjoying their madness. I was really enjoying it. I was just like a troll before there were trolls. Mm-hmm. But when I met Lisa, it was like I realized I could... And I wasn't happy with myself. I didn't like who I was, so... I thought, well, here's an opportunity to be a different person. Because she doesn't know that Dave. And she doesn't ever have to know that Dave. And so if I'm not that Dave with her, you know, if I can break this behavior cycle that's so easy and so habitual, then I can be different. And so that's what I did. I just started. I didn't argue, you know. I mean, we do argue, but not not like stu- like a stupid argument like that, where I'm just like picking a topic at random and then just going on and on about it for an hour. Um so yeah, I just became a different. And yeah, with my daughters, it was a little different because when when the girls came, my dec- dec- declaration to myself then was that I would be able to pronounce the word declaration. <laughs> my declaration to myself then was that I was going to be a different parent than my mom and dad. I was going to be war- a warm parent. I didn't want to be like a cold sort. Of... Okay. And I don't want to say my jeez, oh, it sounds so bad to say my parents are yeah, cold. Yeah, don't worry but, about it. It's okay. But you know, they were fifties parents, and they had that sort of fifties attitude that was not. Just them, but everyone was brought up with this idea of how you raise kids, you know. You, this is what you do. Dr. Spock says, yeah. we're all going to do what this, these experts are telling us. And I think that some of the things they said were good. 
And there's some things that my mom did for me that I wish I had passed on to my girls. But in lots of other ways, I'm so glad that I didn't raise my girls that way. You know, that they know, they know their love. They feel, I hope, hopefully they always feel safe at home and always feel welcome there. You know, those were, those were two things that I did. But yeah, the main change for myself from that, that total jerk, Dave Dedrick, was meeting Lisa. And just the opportunity to, for a change, you know, because mm-hmm. I recognized it as a necessity. But it's so hard when you are, you know, when you see the same people, be like... It's addictive. Yeah, trying to quit drinking. Mm-hmm. And then you just keep going to the bar with your friends. That's very hard to stop drinking if you're always going to the bar with your friends. I think it's the same thing when you're talking about how you were very similar to the internet before the internet was the internet. I think people that go on message boards sometimes are addicted to that, the feeling, mm-hmm. you know, the high. Yeah. You know, of like arguing for arguing's sake. <laughs> it's an, an hour of going back and forth. and Yeah, yeah that's I mean, not unusual. What yeah. you're saying is like something that happens all the time online and, mm-hmm. and you know. And in a way, it's it's the sin of of anger, you know, like... Do you think it's anger? I do. I think it's a type of anger that's coming out of you. Okay. Like it's not full on rage, but it's it's kind of letting loose on someone else without with no holds barred, just blah, you know, just putting out there. You're not. Right. You're just you're just throwing everything at this person. I have a secondary theory, but Could I want you, you to well, I want you to play out your theory. Well, no, no, first. You, you tell me. Tell me. My, se- my secondary we'll theory. Them. I think I think in general. There's something that people want, and and what people want is to be acknowledged, and they want focus. Okay. People want uh, to be seen. Sure. So it's like the kid who will take the negative or the positive attention yep. either way, because it, because the worst thing in the world is to be ignored. Because okay. being ignored means you're going to die. Yeah. You know, uh, anyone that was ignored in the past, you know, uh, was uh, was dead. So you want <laughs> you want the focus. So when you're arguing with someone, you have their complete attention yeah. yeah and there's something i think addictive about that for positive or negative and it's not necessarily that you're angry at the person maybe there is anger but what you just is you crave yeah focus so much sure and i think that's uh, that's a lot of what it is that could be true but when when it just devolves so quickly into the c word and the b word right and it's just like a, a you know this constant stream of vitriol true. i really do think there's a lot of anger there and i think it's mm-hmm. just this sort of freeing like, I don't know if you've ever been so angry at someone that you just got, you're yelling at them, but you were in the, you were in the power position. You shouldn't be that angry at this person, but it's so, it's so, it's so enticing to be yeah. that angry at someone and to be in that position of power, strength over yeah. another person that you almost just let, let the anger go with no reason. There's no reason to be this angry, but you just find yourself going down this thing and you, and you have to, in your own mind, be like, geez, what, what am I doing? Like, I'm the, no, I am. There's no reason for me to be doing this. You know, I'm just like a crazy bully now. Yeah, I always, I always got to shut it down. I always wonder that with my dad because he used to do that all the time mm. and at random times. Yeah, like you'd be uh, fine, and then like immediate snap mm-hmm. to that. Mm-hmm. And I always wondered like what it was like for him afterwards because of course you'd never see the aftermath because you'd be in your room crying or whatever you'd be mm-hmm. doing or mm-hmm. everyone had to be angry. Did he ever come and apologize or anything? He he apologized twice. Um, he apologized. It was weird because there's one time that he, he like grabbed me and shook me and uh, was yelling at me and and apparently he called me stupid and okay. and and he, he called me into the living room and said that he shouldn't have called me stupid and I'm sorry and and at the time I was like it was like there's you just want this to be over right because yeah, you yeah. don't want to set the fire again yeah yeah right but if I had the ability to say what I was thinking it was like you shouldn't have yelled at me. You shouldn't have grabbed me. You yeah. shouldn't have done any of that stuff. Yeah. Stupid is the last fucking part of it. Because I don't feel stupid. Yeah. But I understand why. Like, I get what he was doing. Like, he didn't yeah. want me to think that I was stupid. Yeah. But, like, 
it's just weird in the middle of all this other abusive mm. bullshit mm-hmm. going, well, you know, the one thing I shouldn't have done there was this. But because what it felt like he was saying with that was the rest of the stuff is okay. Yeah. We all agreed that the rest of the things I did were fine. No. All that fucking mess mm-hmm. was was bad, and I know that all that fucking mess is going to be coming back again. And I think there was another time that he said something else like that to me, and he he apologized for it afterwards. Sure, but he never apologized to me for the anger, for the mm. yelling, for any of those things. It was like that's the shit you should have been like yeah, apologizing yeah. for because you're the person that I that I trust, and you're and you're just like you're venting at me, and you're you're making me your you know, sometimes physical punching bag, but often just verbal punching bag. And I, and I wondered what, like, afterwards he felt like. Like, if he felt small or if he felt big for a while. If yeah. it was a high for him, mm. you know? Could be. I never saw him yell at my mom. Yeah. Uh, it was always just us kids. And now it's weird, too, because I talked to my sister who's two years younger than me. Yeah. And she does the old, uh, yeah, I don't remember any of that. Uh you know, it's interesting, but that, that, and my sister that's yeah. nine years, uh, younger also is like that, but I believe that could be the case because by that point we were, uh, teenagers and I, and I made the, uh, I made the choice then, like, we're not, I'm not going to let this happen to her. Yeah. So if, if uh, I am going to get between him and her, if anything like this goes down. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if anything like that ever did go down, but mm. like, I think my other sister is, I don't, I don't know what the situation, how she could have like missed it all. Mm. But it uh, it happened. Yeah. Yeah. So I just wonder, I wonder what what it was like for him afterwards. Yeah. It's weird. But I can see how it's addictive. For sure. I mean, I think that's why it's one of the seven deadly sins. Because ang- anger as an emotion is a natural emotion to feel. Yeah. And it's not necessarily a negative emotion either. No, no. It, can it gets have, stuff out of your system yeah. and you move on. It can yeah. be cathartic. It can be in, it can be inspirational sometimes if you're angry about something. It can make you safe. Yeah. Like if something is, is going to attack you mm-hmm. and you uh, yell at it and yeah. it runs away. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. fair. Or if you're angry about something someone said and it sparks you to do something good, you know? Yeah. So if someone says... You're yeah. angry at a uh, situation, yeah. 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 You're like, say, in sports field, someone pushes you or something like that and you get angry, you might, you play better, you might play with more spirit and, you know, like, I always say that, don't, don't make the other team angry because you're just going to make them play better, you know? Like, don't tease them, don't taunt them, you know? Uh, like Todd Bertuzzi making some sort of golf comment to, I think it was the Minnesota Timberwolves. Mm-hmm. whatever their team is called not the Timberwolves Minnesota whatever they're called and uh yeah they came back and won the game and then the Canucks were playing golf you know mm-hmm. like don't tease the other team like you had the game why why rile them up and get them angry so sometimes anger can be a positive thing but it does have that addictive element to it where it's you get you get caught up in this feeling of power mm-hmm. and this sort of like you know vomit of all your feelings you can just pour you out onto someone you want to feel something over nothing no matter what yeah yeah and, uh, yeah, I think, you know, that's obviously negative, especially when you're doing that, you, you know, you're not going to be doing it to a person who's superior to you. You're always going to be doing it to someone who's in a weaker position to you. Yeah. And that's the worst part of it, I think. Is were you ever in, uh, before you met your uh, wife, were you ever in a yelly uh, romantic relationship? No. I was in very few romantic relationships before I met Lisa. Yeah, I was in one yelly, yelly one. That yeah. Like, but, but that became part of it in a, in a way that was not in any way healthy. And I remember yeah. like, we always used to have like those couples that would show up at parties and they would always fight at the parties, uh-huh. like a big fight at yeah, the party. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, what are you what are you getting out of this? Like, is it going to be yeah. like some makeup fun later, or what? Or, or is this just its own thing? Mm-hmm. But it's like, I, I don't don't make us part of this. This we're not part of this. <laughs> yeah, don't does, make us. And does I, that behavior demand you take a side in 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 their in the relationship? Uh, or does it never get to I that think point? It, I think at the time it just meant us standing back and just going, clear the floor. Here comes the show. <laughs> See how this goes. 
Was there object throwing? How angry was it? No, Just... it wasn't. It wasn't physically violent by okay. any means. But it was. It would be like snide comments, then mean, then it would uh, go okay. to yelling. Then it could be like a door slam, mm. or it could be someone going to the bedroom and uh, crying, and then having the women in the room come and oh, comfort, comfort, gosh. comfort them, and like That's, you know, yeah. oh, you're in the right, you're in the right, you're in the right, <laughs> and the guy going, oh, and just walking around the kitchen, just looking with his arms up, going, oh, I don't know, I don't, I said I would, I don't know, and like we're just like we just want to watch Dune. Just let us watch. <laughs> let's watch Dune. I, a, I'm never going to get around yeah. to watching Dune. That's the best situation to watch a movie. <laughs> I just want to eat some bugles and watch Dune. Oh, bugles are good. Yeah. Have I, some. I can take the silver lining out of that story. Okay. See how I did it. Yeah, you did. Oh, yeah. well done. Bugles are good. Good on you. Thanks. Now, before we, uh... I resolve to be more positive. Oh, good on you. Did I tell you that I went to Penticton on the weekend? No, you didn't. Yeah, because you were saying how hot it was. How hot was it? Well, it's very hot up there. It was 37 degrees Celsius. I have no idea what that is in Fahrenheit, folks. Sorry. But it was 37 degrees Fahrenheit. But here's the thing. Or Celsius. Here's the thing. It's a dry heat, which I never really understood until I went there. Mm. It's a, a dry heat is a lot nicer than what we have down here, oh which gosh, is a muggy, so yeah. uh, awful. Because up there, it's dry heat, so your yeah. sweat leaves your body. Yes. And it travels somewhere else. There's people that come here to Vancouver yeah. area uh, who are used to hotter, hotter heat. And they're yeah. like, how hot is it outside? And you're like, oh, it's like uh, 25 degrees Celsius. And they're like, that ain't nothing. I am not, nothing. And then they're oh, oh, thaw, sweat. Can't believe it. So, yeah. yeah it's, right. This is so muggy because you're, you're, you don't have anywhere for your, for your yeah, sweat to go. Yeah, you're soaking wet. Your with... sweat comes onto your skin and then it just slides down your body yeah. to your feet. That's all it does. There's nowhere for it to go. Whereas up there, you know. You're sweating, but or you're hot, but you're not but sweating. You you're just kind of wick it away. It wicks away, and it also, you know, and that yeah, was nice. And also, I went swimming in a lake, so that yeah, you had a cool picture off. of uh, yourself on Instagram. Yeah, enjoying a nice cold swim. Yeah, because I haven't been swimming in a lake for a couple of years. Was so. it cold? Well, crisp. No, refreshing. Refreshing. Hot. The water wasn't hot. No, I don't like that. Molten. It was not molten. It was not swimming cool. in a volcano. Cool to the It hatch. was. It was. It was cold, but not uncomfortably cold. Just a nice. Okay, like, you not jump chilly. in. How long do you have to bounce around before you feel comfortable? Like about fifteen seconds. Yeah, 30? maybe maybe ten seconds. Ten seconds. That. Yeah. yeah. It was fine. Yeah. It's fine. What ah. I do is I walk mm. to my knees and then I fall backwards into the water and then I go. Had this. Do not get out. Had this discussion with my wife the other day. We went to the pool. Yeah. And she did the thing where you walked. They got stairs that you can walk into the oh, water. Oh, terrible. Wish. Uh, what a nightmare that is. Yeah, yeah, I can't do, do the slow walk no, in no, a no. pool. No, no, I can't do the, uh, uh, going down the ladder, slow ladder no, no. into the water. No, we have genitalia. That eventually has to get to the water no matter what happens. <laughs> then it's, then all bets are off. This is the problem to yeah. me with the ocean. Yeah. Is, it's too long before I can get into yeah, it. Yeah, you're right. It's like you're doing the walk and like, oh, that's cold. That's oh, it's up to the knees. That's why I do. Let's the, just get going. That's why I do the backwards because you can do a you can do a shallow swim on your back. Oh, that's not too bad. Yeah, like you just kind of gently kick your feet and just move your arms from on the side, like kind of like I'm, a. I mean, a, can't do a straight dive in because usually rocky yeah. bottom or like yeah, seaweed yeah, no, no, no. or some other crap. Yeah, yeah. same with the lake. Like, okay. Not seaweed, but yeah. you know, it has rocks and stuff like that. Lake but weed. If you go back, <laughs> lake weed. But if you go back, yeah, I don't like lake weed. I don't like any weeds actually. It always no, it's grosses me out. No, it's creepy. But uh, but I found a path that had no had no lake weed in it, so I just went straight. And I had a, this nice wharf, uh, you know, uh, quite a ways from the beach. I was swimming out to, it and I was like, "This is smart. Be swimming completely by myself at a beach. Ooh. No one's around. Oh. And I'm swimming out to a a dock that's quite a long ways out." Turned out it was fine. I was really smart because I'm still here. All right. So I proved that I'm, <laughs> I proved I'm smart. That's right. So yeah, yeah no, it's that it was too. nice because uh, really I went down there at eight thirty in the morning on the Sunday morning and it was already hot, like already super hot, and uh, there was no one there, absolutely no one there. So I just 
I, you know, I went into the water. I swam out to the dock thing. I dove off that for a while. And I swam back in and I was sitting there uh, in the sun drying. And then this guy came out of nowhere wearing like a wetsuit and swam to the shore. <laughs> yeah. And then he got, and you know, took off part of his wetsuit and he was fiddling around and stuff like that. And then he walked out and I said, did you swim across the lake? Like, I didn't know where he came from. He goes, oh, no, I was swimming along the shore. Oh, okay. He says, I have swum across the lake. But he says, if I'm going to do that, I have a spotter, like a spotting boat because there's too many boats out there. And I went, oh, it makes sense. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. And then he was gone. Then I was by myself still. And then I thought, I should swim some more because I'm... Sure, you're there. How often am I going to at a lake? Hardly ever. So then I went back in the water. Yeah, here we go. Swam out there, went to the dock again, did some... Dove around, swam around, came back in. Then I dried up. I just laid and read. Had you early that day gone to anyone else and go, who wants to join me at the lake for a swim? And everyone just went, good night. And they were just like sleeping? Uh, No, it was just just Lisa and I who'd gone up there. We'd gone up there together. And she was working. She had to do a pony club Ah. test. So she couldn't swim. Plus, she doesn't like water, so she wasn't going to go swimming anyway. Mm. She might join me on the shore. Now, just asking real quick, Hmm? are you sure she doesn't have rabies? And that means she doesn't like water? Yeah. Really? Hydrophobia. (laughs) It's one of the first signs of rabies. I guess, is that why it's called it? Because you're frightened of water? Yeah. That's weird. Well, rabies, yeah, you don't want water. Yeah, when you got rabies. So make sure she doesn't have rabies. So properly hydrate yourself, you'll, you you don't have rabies. No, that's not how it works at all. Oh. No, you're too scared to drink the water. You can't drink the water if you've got rabies. You don't want water. Yeah, yeah. So properly hydrate yourself, and then you won't get rabies. No, that's not how it works at all. Uh, no, you're I getting think, this wrong. I think he... There's, there's a documentary called Cujo I think you need to see. <laughs> documentary? It is like a documentary. Or uh, it wasn't Cronenberg. Did he do Rabid? Cronenberg did Rabid. That's oh, right. there you go. Watch so Rabid. So if you have a penile projection underneath your arm in your armpit when you lift your arm of it, it'll attack people ew yeah isn't that what it is in the movie marilyn chambers has like a this sort of weird penis like thing you know what it's during his sex horror phase of movies yeah, like I, shivers I, I, or... I, I did not see that movie you didn't I, see rabbit no oh, that's, that's pretty good okay it's pretty good it's no shivers that's a really good movie very good movie uh but rabbit's pretty good um it's much better than the brood which is a horrible movie and a big giant mess and you watch that film you're like i see your idea but, oh, your execution, sir. You just wasted all those dentists' money. <laughs> Did a bunch of dentists fund it? That was during the days when dentists would fund Canadian movies. That's why we got like a spate of Canadian films at that Is time. Is that because the dentists would find golden teeth and then use that to fund films? <laughs> That's right. That's exactly right. All right. It wasn't because there was tax, tax incentives in that if they invested in art, the arts, right. they would... And also dentists are used to mm-hmm. dealing with film. Yeah. Do you know that David Krutenberg's first film was really? a... Really? Nothing on that at all? Yeah, well, I'll let any other people laugh for me. Uh... Okay. David Cronenberg's first film was a car race movie, which I think is interesting. What was that called? I can't remember. Sorry. Hmm. But it was a car race film. Then he went on from that. And he went, you know what? We'll make more money. Gross horror movies. Yeah. They are a, a good turnaround. With a sexual element to them. Yeah. Which really get uh, back the kids then, excited. especially with video just coming out, like yeah. a, a creepy cover sure. would uh, sell your movie. Yeah. Or just make really gross. Like, like before you ever saw Scanners, you knew that someone's head exploded. Mm-hmm. Because there is pictures all over the place of Louis Delgrand's head now, exploding. Now, I have never seen Scanners, but I've seen that head explosion, I don't know, 200 times in my life. Yeah. Well, I saw the movie, the projector was kind of broken, so I th- saw it through a Scanners darkly. But, uh... <laughs> so anyway, dentists know a lot about film. <laughs> Much better than mine. Yeah. I didn't even whistle at it. Louis Delgrandi. Head blown up in Scanners. Yep. Seeing things. Mm-hmm. The end. Is that yeah, it? That's all, I guess. Like, but that's a Canadian career, right? Yeah. L. Waxman. Name, that... name me L. Waxman's career. Well, all right. I want to give you L. Waxman's sure. career. Uh, King of Kensington. Sure. Cagney and Lacey. Was he on? Oh, he's on Cagney and Lacey. Yeah, he was the. Oh, uh, okay, he was forget the, it. Their boss. That's good. 
That's good. Yeah, he's fine. Then he did American stuff, and he's fine. Yeah, yeah. He's also in uh, Meatballs Three, uh, the weirdest fucking film that's ever existed. Oh, is that is that the uh, the, the comes after the colon Meatballs Three, the weirdest fucking film that ever existed? Doesn't have to. It, uh, uh-huh. It's Sally Kellerman in it. Okay, now have you ever seen Meatballs Three? No. Are you familiar with what Meatballs Three is about? No. Okay, so you've seen Meatballs, right? Many times. All right, Meatballs is uh, Chris McPeace. I want to say that I've seen it twice. Very good. Uh, Chris Makepeace uh, goes to camp. Sure. Uh, It doesn't fit in. Meets a camp counselor. Bill Murray uh, Murray. wins a race at the end against Jim McClarity. I know that because he used to be my boss, Jim McClarity, at theater sports. Uh, (laughs) Did he still run? uh, You know what? He was pretty good. Yeah, runner. Uh, That guy from all the commercials, uh, you know, uh, try it, you like it. That guy was uh, there. He uh, uh, fell in the water. It's fun. So anyway, meatballs. It's great. Coming of age. Sure. Low budget, yeah. Comedy, sure. Great. Did Basically, you, did you know they had to reshoot a lot of it? Did they? Yeah. Because Bill Murray got they better. To, they needed to add more Bill Murray. Yeah, yeah. He really changed his acting style for later films. Anyway, but that's not here nor there because I got to tell you about Meatballs Three real quick. He doesn't do the razor's edge at all at all like Meatballs. No. So Meatballs Two, I believe, was also very like much like Meatballs One. So <laughs> Meatballs Three, three D starts off. Yeah. The afterlife. Oh. It's heaven. Yeah. Who's guarding the gates of heaven? Al Waxman. St. Peter. As probably St. Peter mm. or another saint. I don't know. Anyway, he's sure. guarding probably, the gates of heaven. It can't heaven. be St. Peter all the time. Well, who? Well, here's the thing, Dave. He needs some time off. Who's to show up but Sally Kellerman? Oh. What do you think she's up to? What's hot, her deal? Is she Hot Lips Houlihan? Well, I'm, uh, no, no, oh, okay. no. But she was. Uh, everything was hot because she was a pornographic actress. Oh. Uh, Once again. Kids movie. Meatballs 3. <laughs> so the pornographic actress shows up yeah. at the gates of heaven. Yeah. Is she dressed like a pornographic actress? She's actor? dressed uh, kind of uh, like that, yeah. Mm. You know, she died, I guess, doing some porn. I see. So so Al Waxman is there, and she's yeah. like, let me in. And he's like, nope, can't get in. Oh. And like, oh, what? You haven't done enough good on earth. And she's like, oh, come on. No, I'm sending you to hell. <laughs> Did you see the movies I was in? mm I was saying, I'm going to send you to hell, says uh, Al Waxman. Should and she's like, please, yeah. give me one chance. Okay. So what's the chance, do you think, that she gets given by Al Waxman? <sighs> she has to help a virgin lose his virginity. Bam! Exactly! Like she I, has got to like have a kid movies. help a kid get laid. <laughs> oh, so she is the ghost okay. that only the kid can see yep. uh, who's trying to get him laid at camp. And I believe, if I'm not wrong, it's it's not Chris Makepeace. But it's the same character. Okay. So this is a direct what? continuation. They've missed yeah. Meatballs 2. That's yeah. no longer in continuity. Sure. Throw that away. Yeah. Meatballs 3 directly okay. goes from Meatballs 1. But yeah, uh, in this one, Chris Makepeace has a ghost that's trying to get him laid. And a whole bunch of crazy shenanigans happen. Wow. In a, you know, Ghost and Mrs. Muir style. Sure. Anyway, so that's uh, fucking uh, Meatballs 3. And I believe, I think, uh, what's his name? Uh, Kevin from Kids in the Hall is either in that one or Meatballs 4. I'm not sure which of the two Meatballs he was in. Uh, but uh, either that one or Meatballs 4. And doing a lot of... Kevin. Oh my gosh! What? Oh, okay. <gasps> Kids? Yeah. What? <gasps> Basically the Don Knotts Ma- part. Sure. Okay. He'd be good at that. Mm-hmm. Kevin... McDonald? I think you're right. When in doubt as to a Canadian's name, say McDonald. When in doubt with their first name, say Gord. And you're probably <laughs> Gord or Bruce. Gord McDonald. That yeah. is very Canadian. Holy yeah, cow. Exactly. Very good. I like it. That, so actually, that so name forth. makes me nostalgic. Yeah. So long story short, don't mm. see that movie. But it was playing quite a bit when I was working at a, mo- uh, at a video store. So oh, I'd I see. see like the trailers You'd for it, see it continuously. And like, what's this about? So you had to see it. 
Sure. It's a natural evolution of interest from disinterest to interest to completion. Yep. And if you're interested in Chris Makepeace's career, basically did My Bodyguard, then the CBC series Going Great. Yep. Uh, and also on the CBC series Going Great, which was a, sh- uh, which showcase, um, uh, youth in Canada doing things. Yep. Uh, Keanu Reeves was on there as a, uh, correspondent who didn't care a lot about what he was doing sometimes. Okay. And would sometimes make inappropriate jokes. Oh, really? Yep. Worth a watch sometime on YouTube. Go check that out. <laughs> What's he it called does? again? Going Great. Going Great. He talks to someone who mm. uh, rides horses and makes oh. some inappropriate jokes, I believe. Oh. Yep. Sounds- yep. Are Young Keanu Reeves. Are they ones that he made up, or was he ones that he was... I certainly fucking hope so. Were they in his pocket? If, uh... If, a writer off camera was like, I don't think this. anyone was... I don't I think Bruce to... Valanche was off at the side <laughs> pitching him... Keanu, I want you to make this joke. It'll kill him. Yeah. An inappropriate horse joke, yeah. They'll be laughing in the peg. It was a Canadian show, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, by the way, here's a side thing about Going Great. I did know someone who was on Going Great as a guest, yeah. and, and that was a, a woman named... A woman at the time, a girl. Girls, she'll be a woman soon. Uh, named <laughs> Kathy, who I went to high school with, who was okay. the judo champion of, of Canada. Won I see. the Pan Am Games. Oh, uh, and was, uh, very, very impressive. Yeah. And so the other day, I'm, 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 I'm talking to someone about stunts and she's now works as a stunt woman. She has I a see. lot of stunts. Sure, cool. So I'm like, oh, I'm gonna look, I'm gonna look her up on YouTube. I look her up on YouTube. Yeah. She doesn't come up. Uh, but someone from 1988 does, because she was like around 1985 when she was. But 1988 Pan Am Games, yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, and there's a champion from Canada being interviewed, and it was uh my therapist from like two years ago. Oh, really? Yeah, and my therapist, who I didn't know did this back yeah. in the day, I yeah. knew they'd yeah. done other stuff. Uh, was talking about how uh the thing that uh, she likes the most uh when she's uh, doing the judo because it was all judo yeah. uh is like the mind games really get in their head okay. and like to sense their weakness and they're like oh that was nice that she later became a therapist yeah like turn this to to the forces of good oh okay you didn't feel like she was getting into your weakness I don't know exploiting you oh, I'm just like oh who knew I didn't know I had a judo champion it would explain there. my bank account that's what I had to say all the time actually is that what you do I had to say that for everything. That would explain my bank account. Sure. The you know what I would explain my bank account is I, I found a great bookstore in Penticton. Oh, okay. That I did not know was there. Do you I remember ne- the name of it or do you care to say it? Sure. Go. You know what the name is? The bookstore. It's very easy to remember. Penticton is such a small town. The bookstore. That they just call things the. The It's the grocery bookstore. store. Have you been to the gas station? Yeah. Oh, uh, someone else has to use the bathroom. Right it's across the street. a very small town. Right across the street from the record store called The Groove Yard. Oh, that's not a bad name. That's a good name. But yeah, this is called the bookstore. Apparently, they've been there 44 years. I'm going to assume the Groove Yard has as well. It's been there for a while, probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah. to where that name was not ironic. Mm. Yeah, I did buy a CD there, uh, Grizzly Bear. But um, Shield, the album Shields by, by Grizzly Bear. But I, I didn't uh, I didn't find too much else. By the way, don't buy the Shields in your nail album. It's there. Just silence. It's <laughs> Sometimes you want that in your life. Yeah, you do not want to buy an album of the best of a mime troupe. Yeah. Meditate with Shields in your now. Oh, that's pretty good. That's a good way to sell it. Are they doing the robot? Yeah, I it's think distracting. they are. It's distracting me what they might be doing. I can't meditate to this. Um, so what did you buy at the But bookstore? I found at this bookstore, uh, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff there. Like I could have I could have laid down a couple of... Was there a cat that was walking around? Um, well, there was a pretty hip guy. Okay, but you wouldn't call him cool. a cat, all right. I wouldn't call him a cat. He wasn't peeing on the books. <laughs> he As often a cat marking. in a bookstore does, marking yes. them why with do, why, are you, why do they have those there? But uh, no, there wasn't a cat, I don't think. But they were a, a busy bookstore. They had a lot of books, a lot of books. And But I found like 14 
Bandits and like collections of guests on the gaff that Andre Franquin character from Spirou. Oh, nice one. Yeah, I was like, and it was in a weird place. It was in the kids. I always go to the kids books because I know that's often where they throw graphic novels that they don't know what to do with. And so I'm there, and then there's other languages, and I look up, and then there's this like this row of these guests on the gaff books. And what's cool is uh, the because there's so many of them. The way they did this was a, it was like a collection from the time, and they're all uniform. And then the, they his his uh, shape, or like you can see a picture of him that comes through all, like the books all connect together and make a picture of him okay. what i'm trying to say nice does that make sense did it i does. say something that made sense you also took pictures of it so you could just put a picture up i guess i could side. do that too yeah i was really i was super excited to find those there holy cow man because you don't find uh band destiny everywhere every day so i found uh those and then i i found some lucky luke books unfortunately in my excitement i went through all the the guests on the gaff and took out any of the extra what they like duplicates but then i got to um I found some Lucky Luke somewhere else in the bookstore. And so I threw those into the pile. And then I put them aside on their, on their counter because I didn't want to carry them around. And I forgot to look through them. And I, so I bought one book twice, so, unfortunately. So. so are you saying that's part of our uh, Sneaky yeah, Dragon sure. package? <laughs> Someone wants a French Lucky Luke book? Send your name in for our question and answer. Nice. Thing. And you can have it. You can have it for free. Well, good score on you. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was yeah. super excited. And then Lisa came back by later on after, her, after she finished her, her test. We dropped by. And she bought some books for herself, so that's good. That's very good. Then you went and read the books while you went swimming, and then they were all soaking wet. <laughs> all soaking wet. No, I went after swimming because I was like, I finished swimming. People started to come to the park, and I was like, oh, I don't want to be here with a bunch of people. So then I was like, what else can I do? And Mary had texted me that her boyfriend had said that they have a nice bookstore in, in Penticton, so I thought, I'll go check it out. And I did. So I, I, I recommend it. If you're in the, in the Okanagan at any yep. time, around Okanagan Lake, Skaha Lake area, I was swimming in Skaha Lake, which is beside Okanagan Lake, which is a very big lake, Okanagan. Um, if you're in that area, go to Penticton, check out the bookstore. You can also uh, cruise on an inner tube down the canal, which yeah. is sort of fun. If that's what you want to do. I, I prefer to be more active in my swim, my, my water sports, but uh, if you just want to laze in an inner tube, have a few beers and, and just let, let nature take you down the waterways, that's, that's what you can do. And good on the first person who ever went, hey, you know what I could do with this inner tube? Uh, go in the water. Hey, it's good. They uh, changed the world. Yeah? Yeah, good for them. I think the person who changed the world even more was the person who decided, you know what? We don't need an actual inner tube from a tire. We can just make our inner tubes that don't have a dangerous, pokey, long yeah, yeah. Ex- you know, part of it. Because you will eventually a... try to jump through it, and yeah. you will scrape the oh, hell out of your man, leg. will you ever. <laughs> yeah. I have the scars to prove it. Indeed. Now, Dave, uh, when, we're, when we were sitting down uh, earlier, you were looking through the internet, going yeah. like, oh, oh that's right. what is your topic? Just me. because... We're like around uh, one ten now oh, okay. on the show, and okay. I know you've got okay. some music at the end. Sure, so I do. I sure you got do. a topic uh, well, to talk about. This was a fun thing that someone at work was talking about yesterday. It okay. was it's a thing that people were doing on Twitter, and it was called "Describe a Movie in Five Words." Okay. And then people were sending in like the five word descriptions. I guess the idea is that people would guess what the movie movies were. Oh, I see. So you have a couple of those there. Yeah. So some of them are pretty easy. We're gonna easy. play it like a game. Yeah. I enjoy this. Let's do this. Let's make it happen. Um, I enjoy a game. Dave, I was on two game shows. You know that, right? Sure, sure. Two game shows. Some of them are easy. Okay. Like this one, I think, is easy. All right. Princess rides scooter around Rome. Uh, Roman holiday. Yeah, there you go. Nice. All right. Because the problem with that is you say Rome, and then Roman is in the word. I think that should be a little bit of a cheat. I don't think you should be able to use a variation on a word that's in the title. You know, War amongst the solar bodies would not be a good uh, would not be a good one. Sorry, say that again? War amongst the solar bodies. It's like War of the Worlds, you mean? No, Star Wars. Oh, Star Wars. Oh, I'm sorry. See, that's what I'm saying. You shouldn't have war in the thing. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. 
So Rome, like the thing about Rome, yeah, it should have been, it should have been Italy. Uh, princess rides scooter around Italy. Around Italy, yeah, that would be. Although that's a little misleading, but yeah. Okay, this one's easy too. Dinosaur theme park. Wait, oops. <laughs> sure, that's uh, the line before time. Yes, yes. Uh, and this wait, one... wait, wait a second. Here's my question. Yeah, I don't think that works actually. Uh, that one because I think what you should have to do within your five things is you should you should also have to make it specific. There are three separate movies yeah. that that would describe. There are three Jurassic Park movies where the park goes amok. Yeah. So no dice on that one mm. for for me as well because mm. it's not specific enough. Yeah. All right, but we'll just continue. I'm being a jerk about this. That's fine. Um, this one's pretty easy too. I I, I think it's. <laughs> what if they're all just insanely easy? Okay. McMurphy's Rebellion rekindles Chief's spirit. Oh, uh, 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 one flew over the cuckoo's nest. That's true. But you'd have to know the characters' names in mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I guess that's true. They got you. They, you got me there. Uh, how about Sorry. this? Uh, uh, Nurse Ratchet yep. drives him batshit. That oh, would also work. Yeah, I like that. Sorry, this was done yesterday, so so um. So I'm let's uh, let's really to... get some spoilers in for. <laughs> <laughs> this is really hard to. It's really. Hard. It's not like organized in a way that I would I would like because there's threads. But then there's like so many people going, good job, and stuff like that, that you're like, well, this is not helping me. How yep. about, uh, hey, Dave, she'll never go hungry again. She'll never go hungry again. She'll never go hungry again. Five words. What film am I talking about? She'll never go hungry again. Uh, you're talking about um, Hunger Games. I'm talking about Gone with the Wind. It's... And I swear, by all that's holy, I'll never go hungry again. That's what she says. Oh, is it? I yep. Sorry. And we also mentioned Gone with the Wind earlier this show. So <laughs> we should have got it. Yeah. I'm just dumb. Oh, I can't find any more of these. I feel so so silly that I brought this up and now and now this Twitter this Twitter um endless thing is not Oh, I really went off the wall. Yeah, I'm dumb. Okay, oh, here let me go through that. Let me go from this. Sorry everyone. Uh, you know what? You 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 try this. You try right. you try and organize plants, computer. Plants yep. scream at you the other angrily. The other shifts. Or or invasion of the body snatch. Oh, invasion that's what I meant to say. Ah, oh, shoot, sorry. Damn it. Smart poor guy finds mentor. Smart? Oh, uh, that would be um, uh, the very talented uh, Mr. Smarty Pants, Matt Damon, uh, in, of course, uh, finding Mr. Um, uh, Mistopheles. I don't know. You know what? I, you know what I'm talking about. Robin Williams. It's Matt Damon. Yeah, yeah. It's the thing. It's uh, whatever. It's with that movie with mm-hmm. the thing and Ben Good Affleck. Will and boy, it's great Good to see hunting. you. Goodwill hunting. You know, my favorite part of the day is when you don't Good. come in the room. Good will hunting. The saddest opening montage ever. Oh. Yes. Is it, though? I'm trying to think. Saddest opening montage ever. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, lost... Bad bad day okay. at... Uh, uh, all right. Uh, bad time at shopping mall. Uh, Dawn of the Dead? Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's good. I like it. Uh, ghost play baseball. Hey, Dad. Oh, uh, that would be Field of Dreams. Mm-hmm. Uh, angels play baseball. Hey, Dad. <laughs> so that's a different one. Angels play baseball. Yeah. Hey, Dad. Yeah. Um, but it's still Hey, Dad. No, not really. Angels oh. play baseball. Shenanigans ensue. Angels play baseball. Shenanigans. Damn ensue. Yankees. No? no. 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 That's a different one. That's a satanic kind of one. I'm I'm doing the I'm doing the cheap thing. It's like one of the words I'm using is actually in the title. Oh, angels in the outfield. There I guess go. would be the. Uh. <laughs> This is a real spoiler. You may not want to answer this one. Oh, I'm not going to say it. It's a spoiler. Okay, good. It's a... 
Would you be okay with a with an Avengers spoiler for the last Avengers? Sure. Everyone, Let's... if you don't want an Avengers spoiler, move ahead. Oh, it's seconds. too. I gave it away, so it doesn't even matter. Okay, go ahead. Um, oh yeah, you just told me the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, very good. That one's only four. That is that shouldn't work. It's uh, you talking to me. Okay, how about uh, stupid clones versus stupid robots? So that would be Revenge of the Clones. Uh, Attack of the Clones. Or Attack, Attack of the Clones. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what movies are called. Uh, sorry. I sorry. I couldn't make this better because it just didn't want to. Um, it just didn't okay, want to all right. uh, send me into a way that was ha- uh, right. helpful. Uh, violence. Hey, there's pornography. Surprise! Violence. Hey, there's pornography. Surprise! Violence. Hey, there's pornography. Surprise. Let's say the surprises to the cast who didn't realize that was the film that they were making. And then later on, when they watched it, went, oh, that's a surprise. Violence. Sure, they knew that. Oh, Caligula? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, surely you can't be serious? Airplane. Yeah, that's good. Jason, Jason Statham, Joan Allen, Prison. Jason Statham, Joan Allen, Prison. Oh, boy. Well, I mean, Jason I think I know Statham what it, I think is... I know what it is. Jason Statham is in Prison yeah. in the Fast and the Furious movie, um... Okay, what is but it? But he's also in Death Race 2000. Isn't that Jason Statham? Oh, my stars. Yes, you're correct. Um, oil Man Drinks Everyone Else's Milkshake. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yes. That's, of course, Daniel Day-Lewis and yeah. Paul F. Tompkins. There will be. And, there will be. Uh, there will be milkshakes. There will be milkshakes. It's, it's weird. And my favorite part of that is, like, uh, over the credits where Daniel Day-Lewis actually sings uh, the milkshake song. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard, and that's right. It's all my milkshake. That's right. It's all my milkshake. Telegenic people own competing bookstores. Telegenic people own competing bookstores. Uh, the shop around the corner? Yes. Nope. Nope. The it's remake a, of the shop? It's a modern shopper? one. It's a modern the one. Shopper, the remake of uh, You've yeah, Got Mail? You got mail. That's right. Yeah, because in the in the original version, Little Shop Around the Corner, they work in a book. They work in a. They work actually in like a leather goods store, like a suitcase and that's purse, right. their wallets and stuff like that. Emperor turned llama becomes man. Oh, uh, uh, it's Emperor's New Groove. Yeah. Uh, Surprise! You go to eBay. Surprise! Surprise! You go to eBay. Normally, eBay would be something that would you know come to you, but you go to eBay. I don't know what's what the, the movie with that in it. Forty-year-old virgin. Okay, that's what I thought, but I yeah. then I then I started. Knows how to get things. I don't know what that would be. Knows how to get things. Knows how to get things. Knows how to get things. What women want. The Mel uh, Gibson film. It could be. There's no. There's no. Uh... Oh, some birds aren't meant to be caged. Their feathers are just too bright. Oh, I don't know that that's, one. That's what prison answered to that one. Oh, maybe it's. Oh, I think they're answering to the escapes prison through shit pipe. All right, how about this? Susan Sarandon's ex escapes prison. Man escapes prison for zihituneho. Wrongly, wrongfully convicted gets busy living. Yeah, okay. Man tunnels through Rita Hayworth. It's <laughs> not bad. There you go. Those are all for the same film, all right. obviously. Uh, real band at the end. Real band at the end. Real band at the end. So at the beginning, they're not a real band. Mm, you can take it that way, but I'm saying... Real band at the end. Are you thinking Spinal Tap? Nope. Real band at the end. It's a film we've discussed thoroughly. (laughs) Is that right? Yes. Real band at the end. This is an aspect of the film. Yeah. Not what the entire film is. Okay. What is it? What is it? It's Yellow Submarine. Ah. Oh, real band. That's good. 
Oh, that's good. I'm going to put it in here and pretend I made it up. <laughs> Don't trust Magneto, idiot. <laughs> you idiot. Every, every X-Men movie? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. There's just no... This, that one's easy. Four boys, find, four boys find dead body. Stand by me. Based on the story, the body. Bachelor party wine trip shenanigans. Bachelor party wine trip... Oh, uh, sideways. Yes. <laughs> Sandra, oh no, you didn't. Also sideways. Halloween steals Christmas with singing. Nightmare Before Christmas? Yeah. Well, see, see, you can't say Christmas in one, it. Yeah. This is the problem. All right. Here we go again, again. Here we go again. Again. Here we go again. Again. So that's obviously, that's the catchphrase from the movie. Here we nope, go. Nope, no? No, nope, it's not. But here we go again, again. What is it? Groundhog Day. Ah, <laughs> good. You are, you are being very haiku-like in yours. Like, these people are very obvious, I think. Um, uh, like this one gives away uh, gives away the title in, the, in their clue. Like, ugh. I got one. Yeah. Uh, the EPA fuck up huge. The EPA fuck up huge Ghostbusters. E- that's right. Uh, see, because people are much more like not on the rug, man. Not on the rug, man. It's a line from the movie. Oh well, that no, you're not describing. Yeah. you're just having a scene. Yeah, so it's the big Lebowski. Uh, no. Yeah, because that should be Bowler. Oh, okay. I, okay. I, I got one. All right. Poster. On your dorm wall. Poster on your dorm wall. Yeah. Poster on your dorm wall. I will accept two different films for this. There would be the poster, and this is just what would be the poster on your dorm wall. Poster on your dorm wall. Always. (laughs) It's a dorm. Yeah. This is the poster. Yeah. It's on the wall. It's one of two posters. Okay. It's got to be one of these two, and there's no other alternatives. Poster on your dorm wall. Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. That's poster correct. On That's dorm one. Wall. <laughs> That's one. And the, and other, the other one would be Poster on your dorm wall. Oh, I'm so bad. I'm I was doing really well. Pulp these Fiction earlier. was the other one. Oh, Pulp Fiction is yes, the other one. Okay. Both of them. Okay. Yes. But definitely Reservoir Dogs is poster yeah. on your dorm wall. Student sleeps with teacher inverted. Student hmm. sleeps with teacher inverted. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's a lot of those. Um Student sleeps with teacher inverted. What is that one? What's the inverted part of it? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, we're not we're not doing that inverted. They don't they don't have a they don't no one no one replied to this. So I'm I'm going to assume no one solved this one. Oh, okay, there's a picture here. Does this is this a, a clue that I don't get? It's Tom Cruise. Yeah. I have not seen every Tom Cruise film. So despite what my daughters say. I don't know that one. Yeah, sorry okay, about that. Okay, sorry. If someone out there knows, if you're yelling at us, please let us know. Okay. Let me make this suggestion. Uh, folks, why don't you uh, send in your five-word movie descriptions? Here's the rules, I'll say. Don't put the a word that's in the actual title in it or a variation on it. So, uh, like, uh, wars, don't say war-like. Uh, but aside from that, uh, go to town. Five words, we'll, we'll try and figure them out. Do you have any more you want to do? No, there's nothing here that uh, I really think... Uh, there's nothing here that I think... There's like so, ah, the, early, the ones in my the, the guy. Okay, how about this? Were, uh, Ed, okay, I, I got one for you, but but okay, go ahead. Okay. Sorry. All right, Harry Carey takes your shit. Harry Carey. Harry Carey takes your shit. Harry Carey takes your shit. Oh, so is this is this related to the movie, or are you giving me clues to the movie title? I'm describing the movie. Okay. Basically, this is what happens in the movie. So Harry, Harry Carey, Carey. Yeah. Takes your shit. So is this now? A, admittedly, it, you're not in the movie, but if you were in the movie, yeah. you would have your shit taken by Harry by Carey. this Harry Carey, the sportscaster. No. Oh, Harry Carey, Harry Carey, the stuntman. Nope. <laughs> Harry, 
Harry Carey. What is it? It's uh, The Grinch Who Stole Christmas. Harry Carey? Yeah. Jim Carey. Oh. Who's quite hairy. <laughs> he takes your shit. <laughs> All right. Okay. Time travel whale kidnapping adventure. Yes. Uh, Star Trek uh, Four. Oh. Uh, the Voyage Home. Full title. Yeah. So the other ones... Uh, blank Domino causes many problems. Blank Domino yeah. causes many problems. So a blank Domino causes many problems. All right. I'll even go this. Big black... Big oh, blank I domino. See. Okay, I see problems. what you're saying now. 2001 A Space yes. Odyssey. Ah, interesting. Does it cause problems? Yep. It doesn't it mark a, a stage in, in development. Do you think that the domino, do you think that the monolith affects things or just shows up to witness things? I think it's a, I think it's a, it's a, it's a, it's not a witness. It doesn't stimulate things? It's not, no. It's just, it's just an indicator that a change is coming. So it is just a marker. Yeah. Okay. That's why. That's why I think it's role in the film. Okay. Because uh, because uh, in the movie, blank domino yeah. observes many problems. <laughs> observes many changes. Sure, we'll go with that. Because when it happens, when they see it, find it on the moon, it's marking that man has made that step into outer space. When Kira Delia's character finds it, it marks a change from human to to Superman. So it, singularity, but so fucking dull. Interstellar. Oh wait, Singularity. Singularity. That's it. Have you seen the movie? Uh, I a little while ago I did. Oh, what do you think did of you, it? Was it dull? It was a little dull. Yeah, I saw it in grade eight, so it's been yeah, a long a time. Dull. I'm kind of I'm kind of willing to watch the game. All right. Isn't it basically Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea in space? So the Maximilian Shell character is Captain Nemo. Oh, okay. That's what I took it as, as a kid. Okay. You yeah, know, I, I give you I that. I couldn't make exact parallels. I'm but, trying to think of when I saw Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. Don't they rescue people and they come onto the ship? Yeah, and there's someone's evil, and there's things. Yeah, I got a. Ugh, it was a while ago. Mm. I was. A, I like the robots. The robots are fun. Uh, I prefer Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. Okay, give me one more, and then let's get to music. Invention of the Hula Hoop. Uh, that is uh, Tim Robbins' movie, Hudsucker Proxy. Yeah, good, good for you. That's really good. Uh, you know, for kids. <laughs> Very good, Bruce Campbell uh, uh, performance in that. Am I thinking the right name? Yeah. Yeah, Bruce Campbell. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, just quickly looking through. Thief takes shower, gets stabbed. Thief takes shower. Oh, that's psycho. Yes, that's right. That's a good description, though. I think that's yep. good because it's misses you a little bit, and then but it has a. Despite rain, they find cat. Despite rain, they find cat. But let me just say, cat is capitalized. Okay. Despite rain, they find cat. I'm blank on that one. Sorry. What do you th- what, do? You know what it is? Um. Uh, yeah, I don't know that. Yeah, movie. I don't Sorry. know either. If anyone knows, yeah. let us know. Hold the picture up to the microphone so people can see. <laughs> well, that's that's someone's answer. Mm-hmm. So if they know, if they know what it, what it is, like some yeah, man steals bread, everyone dies. Lay <laughs> <laughs> Miz, Les Miz rap. Huh. All right. That is extreme uh, uh, gluten intolerance. In that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Extreme gluten intolerance ruins everything. Lame is. There, that would be my one for that. Now I want to get clever on these things, so I, uh, I'll, I'll work on some myself. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Now, There's David. There's plenty more in here, but... David. None that are quite as clever as the... Uh, I understand. As uh, I was hearing earlier. But like we're yesterday. now at the 90-minute uh, okay. mark. 
So and let's so uh, let's get the music flowing. Let's talk about let's talk some music, everybody. Now Instead Dave, of Dave staring at his phone like a here's, weirdo. Here's what you got to know about Dave. Here's Dave what enjoys you have to music. Know about Dave. And Dave likes sharing music with Dave you. Dave likes sharing music with you and repeating things. Dave likes repeating things. He's that kind of person. So uh, what's what you've done, uh, listeners, is you've sent in themes for Dave, and yep. he and and then you've also included, hopefully, uh, an example of said theme. Yep. So like uh, songs about sock hops. Uh, or, song, or songs, songs about getting song, out of the bath, and that'd be splish splash. And then Dave has to come up with five songs about uh, getting out of the bath. I did, and he will. Pl- I will play those for you now. Uh, is it legal? We don't know. Uh, but uh, there you go. Don't uh, don't rat us out. Don't rat us out. So, Dave, what's the theme of the week? Rat. Um. Uh, well, let me tell you. I will. Let oh, it's songs. You. It's songs that tell you things. Songs. In Telling the key. songs. Songs in the now, key that's of an life. Theme. I like songs in the key of life as well. It's also really that's good. a Stevie Wonder. All right. Record, so I was stealing Stevie Wonder's. Sure. <coughs> Excuse me. Well, everyone. like he's gonna notice it's gone. <laughs> so uh, this was a, a email we got from from our friend Pierce Johnson. Hey Pierce, who was nice enough to give Ian fifty dollars. What? And me an incredibly useful pair of running shoes, which even though I said I was gonna get I was gonna get a new pair of shoes, I have not yet. I'm still wearing them. Okay. That was not this past Christmas, but the Christmas before that that Pierce gave me these running shoes. Oh, that's still nice. getting use out of them. Hooray. Thank you, Pierce. <clears throat> but Dave, he says What are you running from? What hmm. are you running from? You? Oh. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Alright. Continue. <laughs> not you, obviously. After watching Fly Away Home, I don't know what that is. Flyway Home is the movie I believe about uh, geese. I, I believe it's geese. I oh, okay. believe it is. Uh, is it Jeff? Oh, uh, which one is it? It's Jeff Daniels. I want to say it's, yeah, it's like Bill or, or Jeff Bridges. Oh, it's Jeff one Bridges? of the Jeffs. Okay, and he uh, builds a thing with his daughter uh, yeah. that flies with the geese. I believe. Okay. Okay. Uh, Anna Paquin, I think, is uh, the girl. Oh, is she? Nice. After watching Flyway Home, I would like to request. Honk. Go ahead. I would like to request five songs that embody the natural beauty of Canada. Oh. From Dave's perspective. Oh. Oh, I... Darn it all. Yeah, you're thinking of sexy Canadians? I did it wrong. I did it wrong. Well, that's the end of our episode, then. I'm sorry. Dave did it wrong. Sorry, so listen, if you want to uh, write ah. us with your uh, ideas, uh, we're at sneakyd at sneakydragon.com. <laughs> sorry, we're wrapping up this episode early. But what, what did you do wrong? I did it wrong because I, I, thought, I thought he wanted, like, Canadian landmarks or something like that. Or songs, songs about Canadian songs land. that were like like say say I was gonna say oh we should listen to front front and Teicher's Canadian Sunset okay the the piano instrumental and I was like I, that's no good so I kind of changed it just to be about that's and fine. I just picked out like songs that mentioned can, Canadian songs that mentioned Canada in them in some I, way I, you know what look and that was a bit of a mix it's up it's free but I see what he we're meant we're doing now. it for free oh, so what, sorry, what did Pierce. he ask for you tell me real quick again what did he ask for I would like to request five songs that embody the natural beauty of Canada from Dave's perspective alright well I'm going to go from Ian's perspective yeah uh, so a natural uh, beauty of Canada yeah from uh, alright the theme song uh, to all the commercials for the Hudson's Bay that's one thing because <laughs> the Hudson's Bay is really really beautiful mm-hmm. okay uh, uh, there's a lake I know Lake Ontario Rio there there's one Lake Ontario's good uh there's uh, the good old hockey game. That's by Stomp Tom Connors, which I know you're going, is that natural? Yes, it's humans on ice. <laughs> it's so natural. The good old hockey uh-huh. game, it's the best game you can name. And the yep. best game you can name is the good old hockey game. So there's that. Yeah. Uh, yep. Anything uh, else? It's a uh, oh, oh, circular okay, reasoning. But... Okay, how about this? Sure. Uh, 
uh, Sundown by Gordon uh, Gordon Lightfoot. Gordon Lightfoot, because yeah. we have Sundowns in Canada. Sure do. And they're so beautiful. You better uh, take sundown, care. Sundown, you better take care. If I find you've been creeping around creep my, my back stairs. That's right. And we got that in Canada. Okay. Yes. Anything else? A threatening song to someone's cheating, cheating wife no, or girlfriend. It's fine. It doesn't really matter. Are there any songs about fields of wheat that you can think of? I, fields of I wheat. I do know one, but I can't. You say it because I kind of used it in, in, in this. In uh, your thing? Okay. Thing. Sounds good. Uh, any songs about Vancouver? Oh, uh, uh, Once again, here, I do know songs about Vancouver, but I use one of them in I'm going to go with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do this show at Main and Broadway. Yep. I'm going to say Main and Broadway by Cub. Cub, song, okay. Yeah, uh, sure. Main and Broadway. I posted Band that Cub. song before. Done. All right. There's my five. Dave, <clears throat> onto yours. Some are made up. Some are not. No, but what I think The only he one meant, I made up was the Lake Ontario one. What I think Pierce meant was that I could choose yep. beautiful landmarks of Canada Yes. And then find songs that I felt embodied those. They didn't have to be Canadian songs. And I was way too literal. I was way too literal-minded. But that's, that's okay. okay. That's okay. I forgive myself. All right. What do you got for us today, though? Pierce cannot forgive me. Well, what was his What was his example song? He did not give an example song. Oh, well, then that's what screwed it all up. Yeah. If you give me a Gosh, example darn song, it. I would have... That's what screwed it all up. It. You got to give Dave an example or he's going to go off on his own thing. But I'm, I'm going to my, my playlist. Okay, go ahead. Which is called, which is called Canada. Sure. With a K. And uh, so what I did was I chose songs that I like. Mm-hmm. Songs that This is a key part of it. Songs that I like sure. that mention Canada in some way. Mention a, a place in Canada. Sure. Mention a part of Canada. I like it. And that's what I did. So the first song that I chose. Can I ask, can I ask one question sure, yeah. really quick? Please ask all the questions you let want. Me, let me ask you this real quick. Go ahead. Uh, did you did you use any proclaimers in any of this? No. Okay, then I'll say that would be one of my favorites. It had to be a Canadian band, too. Oh, does that so, be a Canadian band? Yeah, it's a Canadian band. Oh. A Canadian artist. Mentioning a Canadian Because I'm going to say, like, the Proclaimers, I like that they can they can uh, yeah. say Saskatchewan without starting to stutter. That was always, like, a nice uh, okay. shout-out. Okay, okay. Okay, go nice. ahead. Please continue with Yeah, because your... there's also Martha and the Vandellas dancing in the street. They're also dancing in Halifax. Or they're also dancing in Halifax, Nova there Scotia. There were also or a series yeah, Halifax, of uh, bands that would do a thing yeah. where, at the end, they'd just shout-out city names. And sure. occasionally they'd be like, Vancouver, and like, yay! Yeah, yeah that's no good. That's cheap. All right, that's cheap. cheating. Okay, back to you. It's not cheating, it's just cheap. So, I could not find, even though... I like a lot of bands from the Maritimes. Sure. Sloan. Yeah. That's a band from the Maritimes. I like them. I like Jade. I have a, a CD by Jade. Okay. Why do I have a CD by Jade? Because the singer sang on a song by Sloan. I have I have Eric's Trip. I have a bunch of CDs by them. Okay. I have a bunch of CDs by Thresh Hermit. I have a bunch of CDs by uh, Super Friends. I have a bunch of CDs from the Inbreds. I have lots of, but none of them sing about the Heavy Blinkers. None of them sing about. I've got C- a CD from the, from the Word Burglar. None of them sing about Halifax, like, or none of them sing about the Maritimes, except for one song that mentions the Maritimes. And I guess I should have put that one in there. I, <laughs> I like when you talk yourself out of it. But I, it's not my favorite song by them. It's all right. I prefer this song by them. Sure. And this song talks about Montreal. I love Montreal. I'm from there. So, and this was the one song I could find about Montreal that was English. <laughs> is this song a tribute to me because I was born in Montreal? It's a tribute to you, Ian. I'm gonna enjoy it then. This song is called. Load it up. The song is called... Ian was born in Montreal. <laughs> yes, that's what it's called. It's uh, by Sloan, and it's called Green Gardens, Cold Montreal, from their album, that album. Okay. The okay. Uh, That one. Got it. Here we go. Oh 
Neil Saint Elon and uh, you know, well, well, so uh, so true, <laughs> so true. Smoking a cigarette, drinking a Pepsi, so mm, good, so so Montreal, so modern, modern. yeah, so that so was, more, yeah. That thinking was from should their we album, separate? Should we not? They're from their album, The Double Cross. Very good. Which indicated twenty years together, I believe. Not twenty albums, I wouldn't think. I don't think they've done twenty albums, but twenty, like so, two X's. Okay, Double Cross. If you're listening, Slade, let us know. Sloan, not Slade. What's Slade? <laughs> Jeez. Yes, Naughty Holder, if you're listening to our podcast. Yeah. Or, or villain from the Teen Titans. Let uh, us know, also uh, let us know. why we're all crazy now. Ah, very good. Yeah, please. Uh, the next song is going to take us a province over. Okay, in which direction? We're going to go, I said, I had a hard time finding the Maritimes, so there are no, no Maritimes. Okay. So we're going to go to, to Ontario. Okay. And this song is going to take us to rural, rural, not rural, sorry, suburban Toronto. <laughs> Uh, I like that you said so often, rural, rural, not rural. I was trying to to pronounce rural, and then I realized, why am I even bothering? Because this song isn't about it. This is all nonsense. This This is what I'm saying about it. Just me being silly. Uh, Suburban Toronto. Suburban Toronto, uh, 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 to be exact, Mississauga, which is a... So many songs about Mississauga. (laughs) Is that right? Because it rhymes so easily. This song is called uh, Mississauga Goddamn, which which is obviously a... Uh, re- reference to the song by Nina Simone, Mississippi Goddamn. Ah. The singer in this song is re- is referencing Mississauga Goddamn because of growing up in the the suburban world as a gay as a gay youth, dealing with the rejection of that time, and so Mississauga Goddamn. So let's listen to that song. Okay, here we go, everyone. Mississauga people 
Esperando wine from Mississauga Garden. Mississauga skyline filled with the shadows of the power lines. With the garbage and refuge, building mountains to the moon on top of Mississauga Garden. Mississauga Garden, a territory in the sky. Brighten up my life from Mississauga Garden. Mississauga Garden. Mississauga Garden. Mississauga Garden. Mississauga Garden. Mississauga Ski
That was the the weaker thans uh, with uh, Mrs. Mississauga. Goddamn! That's probably my second favorite to Mississauga song after uh, "I'm a Laga for Mississauga." I'm a Laga for Mississauga. Yeah. I'm a drink. No, no, lager. Oh, I'm a Laga. Yeah. For Mississauga. For Mississauga. Okay. Yeah. What's the next line? Oh, I drink lager. <laughs> it rhymes. Yeah. That's all it has to do. That's all it has to do. What do you care? You don't listen to the lyrics. I have... What are you picking that apart for? Why are you giving me the third degree? Or in I'd... Canada, the fourth degree, because we use, you know, a different system. I, I do listen to the lyrics. Converts. Because I have to sing along to the songs. Okay. But I don't remember the lyrics. It's my problem. Very good. Uh, and I don't rate music on lyrics. By the way, this is a thing that I find when sure. you're playing me these songs. What's that? Because you sometimes do a thing, because don't, I don't often listen to the whole song when uh, you're playing it for yeah. me. Uh, but you'll do something. and it'll be something like, you know... Uh, I like pie, and pie is good, and I like pie, pie, pie. I like pie, and I like pie, 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 pie. And then you go, I'm going to fast forward to the end. And then you fast forward to the end, it's like, I like pie, <laughs> and I like pie. It's like, it's That's fine. music. It's the same, it's the same as the beginning. There's no difference. There's no it's, reason to well, fast forward to the end. Listen, it's the same song. No. It's just a, it's on a loop, and I understand well, when you're dancing, it's you, fine. But no, no, I yeah. moved it ahead because the opening of the song is just him on guitar. Oh, okay. And I... Instruments are added throughout the song, and so the end of the Got song it. has no, I understand. a it's more a, full sound. It's a big, that's the thing. But it's like I just wanted you to hear. No, and I understand the, the, the reason. You know. I'm just saying, like, as someone who is a very lyricy person, quite often the end of the song is just a bigger version that's of true. the beginning of the song. That's true. It's just a repeat I like of the pie, frame, and yeah. I like pie. And then at the end is like I like pie, I like pie. It's like okay, yeah, we got it. Good, you got all the all the band showed up at the end. It's nice. But anyway, I did enjoy that song. All right, so for I decided my, for all my sarcasm, I decided. For my next song, that I was going to stay in in Ontario because Ontario is the largest oh, you're province. Stay in Ontario, it's the largest province in Canada, right? And so I want, but I wanted to go to a different area. And I thought, let's go to cottage country. Mm-hmm. Let's go to cottage. Let's go to Lake Winartha. I think that's what they are. And anyway, it's a little town in the cottage country area of Ontario called Bob Cajun. Okay, that's the name of the town, not a person. It's just a name. Good name for a person. It would be good if your name was Bob Cajun. Yeah, I'd go for that name. But this is a one word name, Bob Cajun, which is a town. And this is by a band that... Um, but this is not a town in North Ontario. I-O-I-O. Okay. It is not. All right. It's, uh, this is a town... This is not Helpless. Okay. I didn't want to go with, like... I could have gone with Helpless. There is a town in Northern Ontario or North Ontario, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, I think I think most of our listeners have heard Neil Young. Right. I've what's, heard that song what's from the, Cosby uh, Stills and National What is the Stomp of Tom Connors song that's the... It's not Stomp of Tom Connors, but I know what you're talking about. The Black Fly song? No, not the Black Fly Oh, one. sorry. Uh, but there's a... Is there something in Toronto where the Maritimers are bold? They always get a pot full, but they never get a pot of gold. To it and at it. Add it and to it. You gotta tune your attitude in. Can't get at it. To you get to it. Can't get to it to get at it again. But it mentions both Maritimers and Toronto. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. And I, I believe it's from Going Down the Road. If in any way I could stand listening to Stomp and Tom Connors, that oh, would be a good sir, song. Oh, sir, sir. I know. Sir, sir. All right. So we. We get on with get on with your song, sure. then, sir. We played we played this band recently. They're a Canadian okay. band that I quite that I'm not a huge huge fan of. They but they are a huge band in Canada. This take is the, them down the tragically hip who took their name from an Elvis Costello song. 
by the way. Uh, and every time I fall and I hurt my hip, I always say, oh, my tragical hip. Yeah? I do. Wow. How, and people, often, and people, how often does that happen? Oh, it depends if it's icy out. Okay. Sometimes you hurt You're your hip. You quite commonly fall on your hip? Sometimes. So you just keep that well, Where do you fall when you normally fall? Um, If I fall on my derriere, it's much more amusing. Oh, okay. People enjoy that one because the bum is funnier than the hip. Interesting. That is a... Yep. That's why it's tragically hip. The comically bum is a song my band. Play the song, Dedrick. So this song is called <laughs> the song is called Bob Cajun, and I gotcha. for a person that doesn't always dig the lyrics, I find this song as if it has very nice affecting lyrics. Okay. Uh, by Gord Downey, speaking of a very Canadian name, who sadly passed away last year from a brain tumor. But they were able to make a grand tour of Canada and say goodbye to all their fans. And you can look online and see their final well, yes. one of their final concerts. Yeah, yeah and yeah. it's uh, amazing. Yes, it is very affecting. Okay, let's uh, a lot of Canadians. Just like we all stopped to, to watch Henderson score his uh, fantastic goal in 1972, right. Canada also stopped to say goodbye to Gord Downey. But let's listen to a song by The Tragically Hip.
just a little laugh tonight In the middle of that riot Couldn't get you off my mind So I'm at your house this morning Just a little laugh So you know that song. You, I do. Of said, course, I'm Canadian. Canadian. Of course, I know so that song. We, we all know that song. It's from from the Tragically Hips album uh, Phantom Power, yeah, if which the... has several good songs on it. It has mm. Fireworks, which I played a little while ago when we were doing our sports yep. thing. It has uh, another song, which is another area of Ontario called Thompson Girl, referring to the Thompson River area of Ontario. And then, um, and then it also has a fantastic song called Emperor Penguins, which I like a lot. It's a it's a good album. So if you're American or from another uh, land, maybe in Ireland or some such, and you're yeah. like, let me listen to some Canadian music. Sure. Tragically Hip isn't a bad place to start. Yeah. And also, like, go a little, uh, go a little slow and go a little Tragically Hip. Yeah. Put it in the car. Uh, drive around a bit. Yes. Um. Yeah. And uh, feel Canadian. Yeah, I would recommend speak French randomly. I recommend Phantom Power and uh, Trouble at the Hen House as being their two there you are. two best albums. Uh, yeah, and their name came from, I was gonna say, cause their name came from Elvis Costello. It's from, it's from a song from his album Imperial Bedroom called, uh, Town Crier. So there you go. Okay. If you know that song by Elvis Costello, then you'll have it in your head right now. Very good. That part of the song where he goes. And if you and have that song in your head, call in now. Hit. No one's calling in. Okay. I'm the town crier. Everybody knows. Okay. There no slipping extra songs in. <laughs> okay. Song number four. Um, <clears throat> Where are we in the in our great land uh, right now, David? So now we're going to go to uh, Manitoba. Oh, Manitoba! To the the fine city of Winnipeg, mm-hmm. which is a small city, a landlocked city. Okay, could I do a little tribute to uh, tribute late to? friend late friend of mine, uh, Mark Dennison? Okay. Uh, Winnipeg. What is this? A, a, a game show for pirates? <laughs> there we go. Did he would he say that when he was in Winnipeg? I don't know if he'd have the mm. guts to say it in Winnipeg, but he would say it everywhere else and but if get a good solid laugh. But if you're from Winnipeg or you're referring to Winnipeg, what would you, you call, call it? You call it the peg. You call it the peg. That's right. And you know right. it. You know you're Canadian. Short, because it's short for the Margaret. Yeah. Peg is. Peg and Peggy are, are shortened versions of Margaret. That's Very right. good. Very nice. 
Uh, so this is a song by a, a band from from there whose name is. Um, oh, did I get mixed up? I did. I'm sorry. I said that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I said Mississauga Goddamn was by the weaker weaker than. It's not. It's by the 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 uh, the hidden cameras. That's who did Mississippi. Okay, Miss, Dave. Mrs. I, I get what you're doing. I'm sorry. No, Dave. You're not fooling no one here. Oh. I, I know exactly what you're doing. Sure. Okay. What am I doing? What am I doing? You've been asked yep. to make a very Canadian list. Yes. And so what you've done, uh-huh. you cl- slip in mistakes. So, so that I could say, I'm sorry yes. over and over again. You're right. I did. Sir? Yes. I tip my hat to you. Thank you. Thank you. So I, I am truly sorry that I mixed them up. Excellent. The Hidden Cameras did Mississippi, Mississauga Goddamn. Okay. The Weaker Thans Very good. performed this song okay. from their album, whose name is Reconstruction Site. I would set my head, and now I probably am wrong. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll, By the way, as I'm we get older, the these shows are going to get much That's longer right. this when is we're the problem. Trying to think of I'm trying to think of names. Uh, from their album, Reconstruction Site, this is a song called One Great City. Very good. And here we go, everyone. Afternoon, another day is nearly done. A darker gray is breaking through a lighter one. A thousand sharpened elbows in the underground. That hollow, hurried sound of feet on polished floor. And in the dollar store, the clerk is closing up And counting loonies trying not to say, I hate Winnipeg The driver checks the mirror seven minutes late The crowded rider's restlessness enunciates Guess who sucked? The Jets were lousy anyway. The same route every day. And in the turning lane, someone stalled again. He's talking to himself. And here's the price of gas. Repeat his phrase. I hate Winnipeg. Leaning into sky A golden business boy Will watch the north end die And sing I love this town Then let his arcing wrecking ball proclaim I Hate Winnipeg Nice. 
Nice. Now, David, have you ever been to Winnipeg? I have not, never been to Winnipeg. It's a city I actually would like to visit because uh, Lisa's gone there quite a bit. Not really into the city so much, but she goes to Manitoba to yeah. t- teach a, a, ca- a horse camp there every year. It's a nice. So it's it's very nice. And, yeah. 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 Uh, I had. Um, I used to uh, be involved with someone whose uh, sister worked in Northern. Uh, Manitoba, yeah. and they had to leave every summer because the black flies showed up and the mosquitoes, the and it was just like yes. they would just tear you apart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. By the way, if you want a very Canadian song, as we mentioned earlier, uh, "Black Fly." Yes, I was thinking about playing that uh, sort of like as a capper, but I I chose more than more than uh, five songs. Fair this, enough. So it's also a, a good National Film Board animated. Yes, it's very uh, good. Film, so I will uh, I will link to that on the please website. Please link to that. That sounds good for sure. My my experience with uh, we we did a fringe show there. My friend. Uh, Dean Hagelin, Roman Danilo, and I, uh, called Nude World Order. And uh, the weather there... Were you naked for the show? Uh, no, we were not. But oh. uh, but they didn't know that, so they came and, uh, ha-ha, joke's on you. You don't uh, get nudity. Because uh, nudity <laughs> does sell at uh, those kind of things. Sure does. But like, there was weather, and, and like I had... It was pounding rain. Mm-hmm. So rainy. Yeah. Uh, and so we had an umbrella. But the rain, because of the wind, yeah. would go loop underneath and would like hit you like a fist under your chin. Yeah. And like under my chin was soaking wet. And I'm like, how does that happen, Winnipeg? It's like <laughs> ridiculous. Yes. Like I then looked up at my umbrella and it was like dripping on the inside from the rain that had got underneath and looped up. Jeez. Crazy craziness. Jeez. Craziness. Yeah. It was a uh, wrath of God. <laughs> but uh, but still a very nice city and a very good uh, artsy city as well. Very nice city, yes, yes. Yeah. And uh, two rivers, they mm-hmm. come together and they meet and they become one river. And hey, man, the Red River. I wish we could all because people don't actually that. a lot of people don't realize that the song, the folk song, Red River Valley, mm-hmm. is written about Manitoba, not about it, about someplace in Texas or whatever. It's yeah, a lot of people Red don't river. know that. They don't. So many people don't know that. You think that I'm being silly? No, no, I'm saying I didn't know that. Oh, you didn't know that? Yeah, <laughs> no. it is. It's written about. Uh, but Manitoba, it's about Red River Valley in Manitoba. There you go. Um, it was funny that you mentioned that about nudity because there was this uh, show that was going around, like kind of a fringe show called Puppetry of the Penis. Yes. That was super popular. Yes. So I was so inspired by that. I started Puppetry of the Cloaca. Did not go well. Real disaster. Cloacas are the place to be. <laughs> <laughs> Let's end the show now. Keep Manhattan. Give me that good news. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I wish we could start this show, but we can't. So the next one is by a band that uh, number five doesn't live in this. It uh, doesn't live in this 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 wheaty province that we're going to talk about. Oh, okay, wheaty uh, province. Very yeah. Good. So uh, this song is called Saskatchewan, okay. and this band brilliantly saw that not only is Saskatchewan a great name, but it has the word ska in it, making it a natural musical marriage of Saskatchewan and reggae. Very good. It also has ask, so you could ask, who cares? <laughs> oh, hey, Ian. Ian, uh, you tickle me. No, God bless. That's great. <laughs> you go t- ahead. Tickle yourself. Right. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's hear this song. Here we go, everyone. Okay. You what's, will know. What's, you'll, what's the song called? The song's called Saskatchewan. And it's by the band. You'll find out. Oh, the band is called You'll Find Out. That is a no, great no, name no. for a band. You will find out the name of this you band. You will find out. Okay, like a, like a letter U. Yep. And then a will. Mm-hmm. Uh, find out. Very good. Yes. Like, okay, like right. a Prince. Prince named it. All right, very good. Prince okay. named this band. All right, let's listen. Their fantastic performance at Paisley Park. We're going to hear it live <laughs> right now. Here we go. Spread there, but I skipped a similar theme. 
That sounded like someone who's been on our show. Yes, it does sound like that, isn't it? It's weird. Because that, that's true, actually. It was No Fun uh, from their fantastic double album, Snivel. Saskatchewan. Uh, that's S-K-A or Why capitalized. Why doesn't uh, Saskatchewan use that as their like official song? I don't know. I don't know. All right, let me just uh, speak to Because of the line, the term unsophisticated surely fits. Come on. Saskatchewan? They, yeah. they don't care They don't even know what that shit. means. Oh, they don't know the meaning of the word unsophisticated. Okay. That's fine. I'm going to drop this one. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. I don't want any what? Saskatchewan trouble. Well, I didn't say any. Look. Was I, what I meant was. I'm, prefer, I'm friends with some Saskatchewanites. Yeah. Okay. So I got I to gotta be cool about this. All right. Don't drag me down your hole. Well, I just this. meant the genuine, genuineness. Yeah. Won't allow them to see the the, mm-hmm. the irony in that. Yep. Sure. They're just, you know. Yeah. They're such pure and simple hearted people. How good a name is Saskatoon, by the way? Saskatoon's great. Great name. Regina's a great name. Oh, man. It's just fun names all the way around. Um, Medicine Hat. 
No, that's sorry, Moose Jaw. Sorry, Moose, Moose Jaw. Jaw. Yeah, so Moose good. Jaw. Medicine Hat's like Alberta. Listen, let's see. You ever get a chance to drive uh, Saskatchewan? Uh, you know, th- there's lots of jokes. I'm not going to do those fucking jokes. But oh, it's uh, it's actually really nice. Drive. It was the only time I've ever really seen the Northern Lights, and uh, mm. they were amazing. Yeah, so beautiful. And people say that it's boring, like because it's so flat and stuff like that. You know why? Because they're boring. But it's actually kind of beautiful, it's like when beautiful. you're driving, like the wheat fields and stuff like 100%. that. And, yeah, I quite yeah. like I like Saskatchewan. Love it's it. Nice. Uh, I think the place I'd find the most boring to drive in Canada, and I've never been there, so I'm just saying this as a speculation because it's really big mm-hmm. and probably kind of gets a bit derivative of itself after a while. It would be uh, through Ontario, like through the Canadian Shield part of it. You're, you're not wrong. Yeah, yeah I feel I've, like that I've would gone be a bit through dull. the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, with the exception of the Maritimes, and I haven't really gone through the Northwest Territories, but we're talking just the straight yeah, provinces. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to go through that. Maybe you do. Maybe you do. Yeah. So, anyway. Maybe uh, we'll tour one day. Yeah, when, when No Fun played that song live, they played it actually quite, it was usually played quite slowly. And they would have a bit of fun with the do 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 the falling guitar part. But um, when they did the snivel, they sped it up and it turned into a ska version. Cool. And I asked, I asked David why he did it, and he told me why. I hey, thought that was really interesting. That? I thought it was really interesting because he felt like it. You're right on, man. Yeah. Okay. Now that Good was reason. uh that was all five songs and because uh, I don't sorry. learn from the past <laughs> so, uh sorry I to tell you that you know I'm, I'm sorry to tell you sir back. I got the car started and I'm ready to <laughs> what's what's happening? Turn off your engine. Okay. Before before you waste any more Isn't gas. Isn't that funny that the engine started right outside as yeah. soon as you said that? You can turn off your engine. Cuz you know what? Yeah. The bikers outside they yeah. do not let me, listen to you. Let me give him let me give him what for from what from is inside a room. What's the song of the day? Bonus songs of the day cuz we're not we're not near the end of Canada yet sir. We're not near the end of Canada. Okay. So what's our bonus song? So our bonus songs... Songs? Are... How many songs have we got? Just two more provinces left. Okay. Fine. <laughs> Fine. All right. Go. Get them done. Go. Do your thing. So here's another popular Canadian artist uh-huh. who, whom I, who, who I like a lot. Whom I like a lot. Why are you looking at the window? Because it's too many songs. <laughs> it's not too many songs. It is too many songs. It's too many songs. We said five. I'm fine with six. Last week it was... Last time it was ten... Now it's seven. <laughs> I, well, I had uh, to stretch a point. Uh-huh. I didn't do every province. Uh-huh. Okay, play your songs. Play them. <laughs> so we're going to go to Alberta now. Sure. With uh, Gordon Lightfoot. I do like a Gordon Lightfoot. You'll like this song. I'm sure I will. Oh, the prairie lights are burning bright Chinook wind is moving in Tomorrow night I'll be Alberta bound Though I've done the best I could My old luck ain't been so good And tomorrow night I'll be Alberta bound No one I met could ever forget The Rocky Mountain sunset It's a pleasure just to be Alberta bound I long to see my next of kin To know what kind of shape they're in Tomorrow night I'll be Alberta bound Alberta bound, Alberta bound It's good to be Alberta bound Alberta bound, Alberta bound It's good to be Alberta bound
Another song from my childhood uh, taste-making r- a record by Gordon Lightfoot, Don Quixote. I like it. No, that is a, that is a song that I like quite a bit. I'm trying to look up this one movie. Let me see if I can find the name. About Alberta? It is sort of about that, and I can't find it. But here's what the movie was. And it starred uh, Lily Sobieski. Okay. All right. Now, here's, here's what the movie was about. It was about a woman, and uh, she gets involved into the bondage scene. Um, and uh, a whole bunch of other stuff happens, and it's not very good. But <laughs> but her okay. name yeah. is Alberta. I see. And oh, and the original title of it was Alberta oh. Bound. Yeah. Yeah. And they actually play Alberta Bound, I believe, like at the very end. Yeah. Which is great. But the title's called Some Other Shit. And it's like, oh, if it was called Alberta Bound, this would be fucking brilliant. Yeah. That's perfect. That's a perfect yeah. name. But it was named something else. And it was like, well, then the whole thing about her called Alberta is just weird. Yeah. Because an Alberta's not a real name. Ugh. And then, yeah, it's nonsense. It is so a real, like, it is a Alberta, real name. Yeah, I know. But who cares? Yeah, it's not a great name. It's also, that is the name of the girlfriend in, um, uh, Avenue Q. Alberta. Yeah, because uh, the, 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 the gay puppet who's pretending he's got a girlfriend in Canada uh. is like, he's got a girlfriend named uh, Alberta. She lives in Vancouver and then later gets it mixed up and calls her Vancouver. Wait, no, she's from Alberta. And that's uh, yeah, all nonsense. <laughs> anyway, well, it's well, a movie that's not super great uh, with uh, light bondage. Anyway, moving on. Wow, thanks for that. You're very welcome. Uh, moving on, moving on to our city. This our be- city? The beautiful city of Vancouver. Aldergrove. Not, not Aldergrove, no. The Why has no one ever done a song about Aldergrove? Because it's a hole. Get David on that. Yeah, I'll have to talk to him. David, do a song about a hole. Um, oh, he did this, dude, he did do a song about Aldergrove. It's called Hole. Um, he really did do a song called Hole. Anyway, uh, and I'm just trying to like talk down Alder, Aldergrove because I, I know that we're next for the doomed, the doomed, you know, dying rural place that becomes a, uh, becomes a big su- suburb. Right. Because so, you know what? They've gotten it now. Uh, guys who are podcasters. Yeah. So you know yeah. that's always that's a like... sure sign of it. Of it. That's that's gen- that's when gentrification when the podcaster yeah. moves in. Everyone's like, ugh, there goes the neighborhood. Hipsters, podsters. Uh, <laughs> so this song 
is by well, it's kind of by Ian Tyson and Sylvia, Ian, and Sylvia Tyson, Ian and Sylvia. Right. I, he was the first other it, Ian I ever knew of when I was a kid. And I played this on the uh, I played a song by them on the uh, Jason sure. show. But uh, this was when they were in a band called Great Speckled Bird, and their names weren't on the label. It was this Great Speckled Bird was okay. the name of the band. And this is a song called Flies in the Bottle. And what I like about this song is it mentions Vancouver, but in an incredibly negative way <laughs> that, re- right. that makes you remember that at once upon a time, Vancouver was seen as a dangerous, yeah. violent city. Oh, we were, yeah, yeah. And it's not seen that way anymore because now we're a resort community. Uh, that people have a heart, but everyone else is like kind of a barnacle on the side of this gigantic ocean liner of the resort city. Except to my sister who lives in uh, New Westminster who thinks it's so, totally scary here. Totally scary. Yeah, because she, huh. she came here once and saw a punk rocker and got scared and never came back. <laughs> well, odd. How very odd. Okay. Let's so, hear Vancouver get bad mouth. Let's hear Vancouver get bad mouth. Put him down. Sylvia. Flies in the bottle They go round and round And my little friend is stumbled And then he fell to the ground He cried and he cried Like the time that I found I was alone here Up in down Sometimes quite fine If you go to Vancouver Just out of spite Then the first thing that you know, darling Here comes some fella might Have you walk in the streets That'll put you Till we get 
So you go, so... Well, fuck those guys. <laughs> well, I, I don't think that's inaccurate to the no, to no, what the totally city true, once yeah. was. I mean, we you were... You watch movies uh, about Vancouver from that period, you know, quite often, you know, they're pretty dark movies. There's one called Hookers on Davy that uh, that you watch and just go, jeez. Yeah, well, I remember it Hookers. Was, uh, yeah. it, was a, it was a rough city. Yeah. It I was mean, a bit stabby. It was a bit uh, troublesome. People yeah. of our generation would still think of Davy Street as like the hooker place and yeah. even though it's no longer the hooker place. But right. they would think of it as I mean they I, I remember as a kid coming down to Vancouver and that's the hookers had moved off of off of uh Davy, but they're just down on Seymour. It's like a block down from where they used to be on, on, on Davy Street. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I mean it was like Vancouver was sounds weird. sorry, I know it sounds a bit weird to be using the term hookers, but again, it was the name that was in the film. Yeah, and it was also what uh, people were called. Everyone called themselves back then as well. That's yeah. using it would be weird actually to use a different name word that's more modern now for for that because it was of the time yeah. and it was the thing. Yeah, you know, our city was a it was a place where people who worked manual labor came to let off steam. Yeah, so you get loggers and sailors and fishermen. Those, you know, so you get these sort of transient populations that would come sweeping through. And so they, these are the guys who drank at the Camby or at the, um, the Cobalt and all those kind of places like that and took, took, uh, made, made use of the ladies. Yeah. Who were walking around. And that was, that's what Vancouver was when, yeah. you know, that was part of what Vancouver was. It's a different now. It's and a now totally we're a drug city. city. Now, now we're, now we're yeah. a real estate city and a drug city. So. Oh, now we're a capital of money, la- money laundering. Yeah. That's what we are. But you know what? Still very pretty. But that song, I just want to say before we move on from that yeah. song is, um, like I really like it a lot, but I just, when it's playing, there's a part in it that comes up and I'm just like, oh man, it'd be so great if they did this in this part of the song. And then they don't. And I'm just like, oh, who arranged this song? Like I, and I kind of feel the same way about the, the French girl that I played a couple of weeks ago with when Jason was on the show, which was that, they have a good arrangement, but not a great arrangement. Like Gene Clark's version, to me, has a great arrangement of that song, and their version is is slightly less of a great arrangement, and it doesn't it doesn't really make the song pop. And I feel the same way with this song that it's a really good song, mm-hmm. but it needs something in it, and I'm not it needs something big in it. And I, so when I'm thinking, I'm not thinking like exactly what it would be, but I just feel like that part of the song needs something kind of coming out of it. it's a choir or something like that that really brings out that part so of the those song. of you that are gonna remake this song yeah talk to dave get on it we'll make it go get all right it, going. uh brings us to the end we're wrapping up we're taking it home we're doing a thing uh we again if you want dave to do some songs uh, on your theme send him uh an idea of like something you could do a bunch of songs about and please do send the example or we'll have madness like today <laughs> and then you don't you, you do not want that uh, also we are looking oh sorry go ahead i was just gonna say i feel like we're reaching the end of people's interest in this so i think we may only have one more piece go. all right very good uh but we are not reaching the end of question interest we want no questions. we want questions please questions so more questions send us questions remember and that is at Sneaky D at SneakyDragon.com. Sneaky D at SneakyDragon.com. Yeah. We are on the Sneaky Dragon webpage, SneakyDragon.com. Go and post underneath our uh, episodes. We are also at Sneaky underscore Dragon on Twitter and Tumblr. SneakyDragon.tumblr. Yeah. Hey, and remember, you, you get some cool stuff. And you'll win some stuff if you send some stuff. And we'll do some stuff and we'll have some fun. Thank you for your questions so far. They've been very, very good. Uh, and we love to, we always love to hear from you guys. So, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's good times all the way around. Uh, so yeah, that is coming up in two episodes. So get on it! Get on her! And if you want to listen to us talk more, why wouldn't you? 
This wasn't enough for you. We have a spinoff podcast right now, or a sidecast, as Dave calls it, trying to make that happen. Will he make it happen? We'll see. Uh, and it's, it's called. A good, it's a good name. It's a good, it's a good name. Full Marks. Uh, where we, which is also a good name, uh, we're going through every Marx Brothers movie, and we are currently up to a night at the opera. Yes. Uh, no. We're no. Not. We're only at Duck Soup so far. We are only at Duck Soup. We are currently, we are, you're not. <laughs> yes. But we, if you're listening are, to this on we are Saturday, sitting on a night at the opera. then it is dropping in four days for you. That's right. So prepare. Maybe watch the movie. That's right. Then watch, then listen to us. Prepare thyself to deal with the miracle. All hail. All hail the miracle. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for uh, being part of this. David, thank you for being oh, part of this. Thank you. Your delightful I uh, I contributions. Took, I took it at first as you were thanking me for being part of this. I but, thank you. But I thank, thanks for thanking me I twice. I thank myself. Yes, thank um, you. Thank you for being part of this. Thanks. Thanks. Thank all of us. Uh, if you're at a bookstore, pick up our book, Sparks. Uh, oh, and also, I've got another thing coming out come October, and you can order it. Start ordering it now uh, from your local comic shop. I've got a book called Exorcisters, and that's coming out in October uh, from Image Comics. I'm doing that with Giselle Legacy. And, uh, and yeah, if you want to order it from your local comic store, you can place your order now or get it from Previews uh, Magazine. Uh, and it's about uh, two sisters uh, who will get your soul back from hell if you lose it. You know, they'll they'll do that. But there's twists and turns and oh, oh, so many things. Maybe the title's <laughs> a lie. Maybe it isn't. Uh, Giselle's art is amazing, though, and uh, looking forward to you all seeing that. So that is I'm sure I'm sure now. your writing is pretty amazing. Hooray! Tulu Tale! Prepare thyself to deal with a legacy. Yes. I'm going to prepare myself to go to run to the washroom because I need to do that. Thanks so much <laughs> for listening to Sneaky Dragon. We will uh, be back again in one week's time. I'm Ian. I'm that, David. That I'm end. just going to stretch out the show a little bit here. I just want to say one more thing before we go, everyone. Sure, sure, sure. That, My bladder uh, says thanks. What, <laughs> what I wanted to say was... Figured it. Figured it out on the show. Okay. Let's start with this sound. It would be so good if it fizzed up over into my lap. <laughs> or yeah, or all over the equipment. Wow. Also good. I think you do this one. You are the doer. I am the Dewey decimal system. <laughs>